My proudest place? In the Eiffel Tower. Whoa. Wait. In the... In the <laughs> where in the Eiffel Tower? In like, on top of the Eiffel Tower? Yeah, on top the, of the Eiffel Tower. In the bathroom up at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I've been up on the Eiffel Tower before. Yeah. I never thought to jack off there. I missed the opportunity. Hey, Did you go in the bathrooms? Because then you could know that your buddy is jacked off there. Yeah. Oh, that'd be gross. Sweet it's like banging him. the same girl. Yeah. I should have jacked off in Madame Tussauds. <laughs> <laughs> From across all corners of our fair planet Earth, welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and the curry for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. I am your host, Jake Innes from Sunny stinking hot sydney australia uh <laughs> in the middle of an absolute scorcher of a sum- summer here half the country's on fire my name is jake ennis joining me is martin from sweden martin how are you one fucking year of getting that same exact question asked over and over again <laughs> are you fucking serious <laughs> <laughs> seriously, 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 I'm done with this shit. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving. Martin, no! Oh, Martin! <laughs> Jake! Yes! Oh, Zach's so happy now. Yes. Jake! Jake, your best friend. friend is gone. You started this podcast with him. Where did he go? Well, who's gonna My do friend. Svenska Corner? <laughs> he hasn't done Svenska Corner in quite, ah. a, quite some time. Where did you go? Hello! Hello! Everyone should call for him. Hello? 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 Oh wait, there he is, guys. I found him. Alright, sweet. But to answer your question, I'm quite quite fine actually, Jake. How are you? I'm good, thank you, I'm good. Uh joining us from California, San Diego, California. It's winter there. It's not it's not like a Siberian winter, but you know. It's a it's a winter just with with a couple of California boys. Yeah, a couple of cold little California boys. I haven't fucking introduced you yet. Jesus Christ! Damn. Sorry. When when do we get to yell? Jeez. I mean, so far Martin and Jake have yelled. Jeez. I'll wait my turn. Shit. Garrett Hunter and Brian Upshaker. How you doing, guys? Oh. You doing good? Happy to be here. Real good. I'm I'm uh I'm a bit tired. Cool. <laughs> I thought I was waiting for a follow-up. No, just been I just been a bit tired lately. I've been I've been a, a little bit tired too. But happy, man. I I've been. This is a good 2013, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah man. Last 2013 sucked. Yeah. How yeah, is yeah, guys' 2013 going? Well, you're not finished introducing. I'm sorry. <laughs> ben had 2013. Ben had it. You guys, you guys can yell at Zach now. <sighs> Zach. Yeah. Say say I'm, words. What the. Fuck, man! Introduce—he introduced you, and you didn't. What the say fuck? I didn't get introduced. I have to introduce my fucking self. Jake, Wait, fuck me. Zach, Zach, shut the fuck up and introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, no, we'll shut the fuck up and introduce myself. Watch. I'm not Go even on. gonna do it. I'm not fucking. I'm not gonna do it. Zach, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's too tense today. It's super tense. Thought we were gonna I'm have a nice, 
you like our usual nice podcast where Jake starts with his soft voice and then everyone, you know, reciprocates. I think if Jake, like the tone of the podcast is entirely dependent on how Jake introduces everyone. Like, yeah. when, he sets the tone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, certainly. It's like if someone's speaking to you softly, you can't just yell at them. It's. I think, guys, I think I know how to make this all okay. How? Kisses all around the world. Okay. The Gaming Cult Podcast. Not only between amongst ourselves, our dear co-hosts, and amongst ourselves, but to our listeners. Garrett, can we get, like, a kisses countdown? Yeah. Um, hold on one sec. I will get a kisses. So, are we going to oh, kiss all... Sake. Hold on, no, I just want to make sure that we get this right. Are we uh... going to kiss... Are we going to kiss all at the same time? Are we going to do a simultaneous kiss? Like we all do, like the countdown starts and then we all kiss into our microphones, or do we go one one at a time? I think we should all just do a flurry of kisses, like a I thought flutter. we were all doing like, yeah, I think so. two, like two each, so people can distinguish our kisses. What's the point of like, it's like people yelling in a crowd, no one knows, like, there's no personal aspect to well, it. Well, look, that's true. Sure. See, I'm glad we talked about this ahead of time. Yeah. Be sure to give three to our Dutch listeners, though, because that is the custom. Yeah, ah. well, the Dutch women are some of the most beautiful women I have ever laid eyes on. So I'll give, like, a fourth kiss if I could. Yeah. Everybody Dutch oven with a Dutch? Should we give him an Australian <laughs> kiss? I'll give her, oh, hey, I'll give her bedsheets, all kinds of different national kisses. Brian wants, to, Brian wants to fart onto them bedsheets. Yep. <laughs> Brian likes, uh, yeah, he comes from a different culture. He's yeah. into some weird, kinky kind of stuff. You know what the uh, standard Swedish kiss is like? On the what lips? Is it? Snowballing. No oh. way. Really? <laughs> for, the, for, for, for the children at home, all of you good little boys and girls listening, Snowballing is when a woman uh, <laughs> spits semen back into your mouth. Does it technically have to be your semen? It doesn't. Uh, well, uh, no. It's just when when you pass semen with your with a kiss. Yeah. Passing semen with a kiss. That's yeah, snowballing. With mouth kiss. Yeah. How it got there is anyone's guess. Yeah. Why is it called snowballing though? Because I always thought like, have you guys seen Silence of the Lambs? Uh-huh. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, I know it's also called the Spider-Man, but you know when that guy throws jizz yeah. in yeah. the face. And, and Hann- Hannibal Lecter talks him to kill into killing himself, which is Yeah, exactly. Cool. That was pretty cool, but, like, it's... I thought that was... What's that big, guy's name? Boggs? Boggs? What's his name? Boggs? I don't Biggs? know. That. Biggs. 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 I don't know. Something Who knows? Like I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you about the country where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> South African? No, I come from a place that is much more north. And I will tell you about what a man do to another man. Oh, yes! Yes! (laughs) They eat the poo-poo. No, no, let me tell you. Okay, tell me. The man, he take a fist and (laughs) go with another man. And they make, they eat the poo-poo. With, no! the, with the mouth, with the mouth to the bum, no! like ask, like ice cream. <laughs> they they no! do it like ice cream, <laughs> and they put like it in their mouth cream. now, and they eat the poopoo. <laughs> that that footage is so funny because of the entire church that he's sermoning, going, oh, gra-. they're they're having such a physical reaction. To Bishop, the look at this picture. Going. Look at this picture. What I show you. 
is a man with another man, and he eat the poo poo. He put it in their mouth now, and he eat the poo poo. <laughs> and they engaged in something called fisting, and they take Wait. a fist, they go all the way up to the elbow. It the uh, man lie with another man, and I don't like it. I forgot, man. You have that down. Yeah, that's good. They're, yeah. They are engaged in something called fisting. <laughs> that is line for line what he said. I have done my research. You do that good, man. That's a good fucking accent. I can't even tell who that is. That it's Jake. That's Jake. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking well, bomb, dude. When someone feels a certain pain within their hearts when they see a video, yeah, they tend to do their own research. He's that. I mean, that was it for the for the folks at home who haven't seen that as well. That's an African preacher preaching to his church about how evil homosexuality is, and he's showing Uganda, them pornographic yeah. images of men eating shit and shoving their fists <laughs> up each other's ass. Which has nothing to do with homosexuality. No, no. George Takai <laughs> and Brad only give each other blowjobs. How fucking vulgar is that? Oh Who doesn't God. enjoy a good blowjob? Seriously. There's nothing no, wrong with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the people in Uganda, the, the gay community in Uganda are fighting a fight right now, and... Uh, we wish them the best of luck with uh, getting their uh, their rights recognized. We throw Ki our support behind the Ugandan gays. Kisses all around the world from Gaming Cult Podcast. Oh, are we, we going to count it down? Yes. Count that shit down. Okay, counting down. Oh. Oh, never mind. We don't have two minutes. Let's just kiss now. Okay, individual kisses. Martin. Martin. <laughs> okay. Conservative kisses. Jake. Yep. Uh, oh, just single. One? <laughs> single kiss? He's a single kisser. Yeah, single I, I'm not. I'm not some sloppy fourteen-year-old. I don't you're go. Not very, you're not a very giving lover. You're pretty selfish. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> short and sweet, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> very nice. Thank you. Very, very classic. Yeah. Brian. This podcast is brought to you by the Ugandan Christian Fellowship. Snap, snap. <laughs> All right, Zach. Christian. Whoa. Dude, that's a fucking smackerfoonie. Yep. I like my like... lips smacking. There's a budgie. There's a budgery guy right there. Kiss your mother with that mouth. Kiss your mother with that mouth. Whoa! Oh! Oh! Hey, Call Podcast. Episode 23. Gentlemen, this is the first episode of 2013. We made it. We made it to our second year. We made it. We did it. And as you will, as you will have known, we made our, uh, our 2012 clip show. Looking back on all the best bits. And we hope you guys and girls out there enjoyed that. One question that I wanted to get to you guys uh, from that last episode was, how did you find it when first coming to the Gaming Cult podcast? Because I have had a lot of people asking me that just recently. Uh, what was it? What was it like for you guys? What were you expecting? Like just of from the show in general, or just like uh, just like when I came, when I was like invited on, and um, and like what my expectations were to be on the show. 
Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Well, I'd already heard from um, from Eric um, that uh, that you guys were gonna discuss some pretty crazy stuff on the show. Uh, he told me about um, the 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 cat game that made it into the uh, clip show, and that alone made me want to be on this show. Um, so with that, I was pretty excited. Plus, it was another fun, uh, fun thing to do, and uh, I listened to a little bit of the previous one. Um, so I thought it was, uh, I thought it was gonna be something really fun. And um, you know, when I, whenever I talk to Eric about it uh, now, it's, uh, it's definitely something that I'm glad I started. I, I, I'm glad I started doing because you definitely get something uh, different with, uh, with this game called podcast because it's so international. Uh, I didn't realize how international it was, so I think that's that's what I that's one thing I did not expect from this show was how um, international our audience is. You got to embrace our Arabic-speaking audience. Yeah, I, I mean, have you had any response from um, from people about uh, <laughs> like the? I mean, I'm sure we have Middle Eastern listeners, but I wonder like if we have anybody from Lebanon, like the Middle East. Oh, you know who actually listens to our podcast. Uh, we have listeners in the UAE and uh, uh, a couple of countries around that area, but um, no no replies yet wow. to, to your statements, <laughs> Mr. Abhishakra. Good. But one day, write into us, gamingcallpodcast at gmail.com. Please do. What should they put in the subject line, uh, Brian? Uh, what they should put in... The, oh, man, they should put in the subject line... Uh, um into mejdubin and that means uh collectively you are all stupid <laughs> <laughs> that isn't a lot of words to mean that well it, it like it, it's it's a phrase like, well like yeah because the way the way like arabic works um to get let's get a little technical is uh like you, it's sort of like French or, or like Latin based languages where the where the words are conjugated. Yeah. Based on the, the like the, the gender and the and the amount of people there. So like when you say into, it means like you all are. Mm-hmm. Um and then mejdubin is stupid but conjugated for a group of people, like uh, a mixed group of uh, mixed being uh, men and women group of people. So, um, if you were to say, like, Mejdubin to somebody, they would be like, what? Like, where, who? Where? <laughs> um, where are these people you speak? So, so that's, that's what the subject should be. Into Mejdubin. And that's it. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving that people got to listen to classical music while hearing a microwave going off. <laughs> oh, Jesus, was that obvious? Kind of, kind of. It was brilliant. Hey, that's how we rock it, man. This is t- real, true life. This USA. is real life. That's what I like the best about the uh, Gaming Cult podcast. How candid we are? Well, just the fact that it's something that I feel like I can come and get out that just, what well, hey, whatever I want to just fucking talk about, like I can just do that on this. Mm-hmm. You know, if I try to derail Mega64 like I do, I get looks from the other side of the room sometimes. <laughs> this sometimes is, I'm sure sometimes it's deserved. <laughs> this is yeah, probably. This is great though because I can't see you fuckers. I can just hear your voices. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see you fuckers. I guess Brian, he could give me a dirty look. I give him all the dirty looks. He just doesn't look at me. 
kiss the boys and make them cry? Uh, make all the boys cry. We did, we've been hearts. doing all this talking, and my hamburger got cold, so I want to warm it up a bit. Oh, shit, son. What, what burger you got? Burger update, please. Dude, Garrett we got... Me. Hey, we went to... In-N-Out. <laughs> In-N-Out Burger, California favorite. The old In-N-Out. Uh, in the old... A bit of the old In-N-Out, In-N-Out. Brian's going to take a... Why don't you take a crunchy bite right into that? A crunchy bite. Uh, let's off, hear that. First off, I want to let you guys know that in my hamburger, no lettuce, all right? Oh, really? They put, they put it in here. They put they put a lettuce in here. I don't care. Do you want it? No, I don't okay. want your fucking lettuce? floppy they, lettuce. They, they put, they put, they he put, just dangled floppy warm lettuce at me. Do you want my lettuce? Do I, I don't know. Some people like the lettuce. <laughs> no, I, hey, that's thank not you. on the same level as a pickle, Brian. No, it's the, it, You know what? That's a good point. See, I, I'm okay with I'm okay with a pickle every so often. You gotta try. Exactly. You gotta try. You gotta, you gotta see a pickle. <laughs> you gotta see a pickle. Um, but uh, but lettuce, I just. I don't I don't like it in my burgers because I always put it in and then it wilts. It's not crunchy anymore. It doesn't taste good. Oh, let us be friends, it man. Doesn't, it doesn't add anything. Shut <laughs> up. Gotta get them greens. <laughs> my uh, favorite joke of 2013 so far, Gaming Call Podcast. Uh, my mom used to say that to us. So Me and my sister growing up, she would always say, "Let us be friends" or something. I don't know. Something. She would just say that. I don't. I can't even think of what context it would have fucking been in. Zach, what are your thoughts on lettuce? I like lettuce in my burger. Hell yeah. Podcast. I like lettuce, I like beetroot, and sometimes oh. I like some pineapple. <clears throat> oi! And oi! Zach! Yeah? What's beach? What's beetroot? Beetroot. Like Beetroot. Beetroot. You, you don't- Fuck! We've talked about this before, haven't we? No, ah. we haven't. We haven't- in, Never. We haven't- We haven't dropped that knowledge beetroot. about Australian burgers. Alright. No, I shouldn't- I shouldn't. When speaking about how I don't have beetroot, I probably shouldn't do a shitty Australian accent. I should do a shitty U.S. Accent. I uh, can't tell. I'm gonna take a bite out of his burger, right? Right. <laughs> oh, Brian's from the U.K. Yeah, there we go. Well, then fucking listen here, cunt. I'm about to lay down what fucking beetroot is for you, you fucking dog. Now, let me put it fucking plain and simple in words that you're gonna fucking understand, you fucking mong fucks. What? Well, yeah, so mong is in mongoloid, you fucking idiot. I know what you meant. <laughs> you sound like you sound like uh, you sound like someone who listens to a lot of crass. Uh. Mate, what the fuck is crass? All I'll listen to is fucking Akadaka and Stray, you fucking cunt. Akadaka. <laughs> Zach, do you like lettuce? Oh, I fucking love lettuce, mate. Tell us about beetroot, Zach. Beetroot. Beetroot's like that fucking, uh, do you guys have fucking purple or reddish purple vegetable over there? It's Yeah, like cabbage. No, it's like a fucking- It's not like fucking cabbage, cunt. Listen to this cunt, he knows what he's <laughs> fucking saying. Fucking cunt. But yeah, beetroot is like a, um, it's, is it a rat, is it kind of like a rat? It's beets, you guys know it what beets are. I beat off. Yeah, we ha yeah, he does beat off. We do have beets down here. But we ain't got no beach root down here. I don't, we don't allow that shit around here. It's the same goddamn thing. Mm. Wait, you call them beets? Sounds un-American. We call them we call them beets. You could get sliced beets in a can. You could just buy a beet and cut the root off yourself. All right. Well, but to cut this segment short, we put sliced beets on the burger. Tastes good. Really? Yep. Like I've, raw? That's such a. That's not here anywhere. That like I've never even heard of that. On like the, raw? In the you put raw beets on a ham on on a ham burger? Oh, it doesn't yep. need to be raw. We put we put them. Well, we we slice them and we put them on that on that burger. I like burger. beets, but ham bug. Now I gotta try them on a ham bug. Man, it's fucking good. 
Yeah, I'd that's just it. so not a thing. Like American, would uh, never. They would, would never they would not go for that. They'd you be might, like, most people fucking hate beets over here. You might see like shaved beets in a salad. Maybe. Maybe. Always at a salad bar, but no one ever fucking gets them. Or, yeah, or but you don't win friends with salad anyway. You don't win friends no. with salad. Swedes love their beets, but we wouldn't go as far as putting on them on the hamburger. That's kind of I don't know. Doesn't seem yeah. like it would fit, you know. Mm-hmm. And what? I see why you call it beech root because it does grow in the ground like a carrot. It it's a, like a yeah, it it's a big root. root. Yeah, just like um, just like a carrot. But beet, not beech. Not a weird. carrot. Carrot. I had a similar th- experience with um. I was having dinner with a Brazilian friend the other day, and we put avocado in a salad, and he was going like, "What the fuck is this?" Because apparently over there, they avocado is like a sweet kind of thing. It's like, it's like it's like it's a fruit. It's like a kind of thing that you just eat for like you know sweetness. They make avocado ice cream and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, that sounds good. It, mm. I, in California specifically, I, I can speak. I can speak about like how we treat avocados. I mean, they they will be placed in just about anything. Anything, yeah. Anything. We're salads, prevalent with them though. Burgers. I mean, obviously guacamole. Like, <laughs> you, you, like you can't put it in soup because it doesn't work. I think I've had avocado in soup though. Have you? If you get the tortilla soup at most restaurants, it has a little slice of avocado on top. Oh, I'm trying to mush it. I work uh, in pub in pumpkin soup with a bit of creme fraiche or sour cream or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Creme fraiche. Sounds good. Yeah, what's creme fraiche? Oh, it's like a sour. It's basically. Oh, okay. Sour. We talked about the sour. I missed. I must not have it on that one. God, we got we got fucking way sidetracked, didn't we? Root is also a word that means to engage in sexual intercourse in Australia. Yep. How about a fucking root, mate? That's how it goes. Me and the old lady went back and had a bit of a root. Exactly. The, the more common phrase is, Boy, Sheila, fancy a root. And that's oh. <laughs> Sheila, God. We go, all, the kids we go are using right the, all the kids are using Sheila. We got right knackered, and we went rooting. <laughs> that, Stop! <laughs> <laughs> so wait. I want to let you know that there is a food item here mm-hmm. called the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you get it at IHOP. You get it at IHOP. And now whenever I look at it, I'm just going to think about rootin'. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'll understand why they named it the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. Because when you're done, you, you, you feel fresh and fruity. You feel young, dumb, full of cum. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> I've never heard that Love it. I'm sorry. You've never heard that? Uh-uh. Uh, I, I've already forgot it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> True. Let's move on. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, what are we going to do this episode, guys? We are going to look back at 2012. Now, you think, what are you talking about, Jay? We already did the 2012 clip show. That was just the funniest goofs and spoofs. What we're talking about is our favorite things of 2012. All them vid games. All them musics. All them... Whatever, all the other things. We're going to talk about them right now. Yes, that's what we're going to do. Hell yeah. I love it. So, in no particular order, we don't count that shit down from seven. Not this time, Uh uh-uh. Fuck no. We're going to give our lists. And the first list... Or should we make it the last list? No, fuck it. The first list. Video games on the Gaming Cop Podcast. We go to new heights. We go there. Video games. Mm. <laughs> yeah, since that's like what we spend 90% of our time not talking about. I know. It'll be a nice change. <laughs> Favorite video games of 2012. Gentlemen, who wants to go first? I'll let Zach go. Mine's short and sweet, so why not? Um, I didn't like many games during 2012. 
gonna put it out there. So, I felt that way too. Yeah, I, I found it very difficult. A lot of the games that I was adding to the list, I'd check and I'd be like, Dece and it's like, oh, this was released November, December 2011. And I was like, well, fuck that. But there was one game, Euro Truck Simulator 2, also nominated for my game of the year 2012. <laughs> as far as simulations go, it reached new heights. Uh, the scenery was fantastic, and it was probably the best crafted simulator game I've ever played. Wow. Was it one of those Excalibur games? Um, no, it wasn't. I think it was by a company called, um, it was SC something or something like that. But it was fantastic. Like, it was just totally different. And, well, no, it's the same shit, but it just looked very nice. It just wasn't a piece of shit. It was, it was still boring as fuck, but I had shit, <laughs> <laughs> I had shit to look at on the way. And you know what? I had no complaints. Like, as far- like, this game perfect- No alarms and no surprises? Well, no, not really. The thing is, this- I mean, Such there was- a pretty garden. It, it was- yeah, it was pretty, because you actually traveled through, like, all these roads in Austria, Belgium, France, Germany, and such. And, hell, I even got to go to Luxembourg. I've never fucking been to Luxembourg, but it is great, apparently. I have. And I- Ben had- Ben I had Luxembourg. And I drove through it on a big fucking truck, and it felt good. <laughs> And what do you deliver in these trucks? <coughs> Fuck if I know. You deliver all sorts of fucking cargo. <laughs> like this. Cargo. It's like, hey, you like cargo? There you go. Hey, here's some, <laughs> here's some cargo to deliver. It's like, sweet. Fucking, I'm the man for the job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But there's all kinds of cargo. You got like fragile cargo. You oh, got. Shit. And then there's like special cargo. But Is that like sexy cargo? Probably. Sexy, sexy cargo, but it's banned in Germany, so you can't, you know, take uh, it there. Um, sexy cargo. Germany in the game? Yeah, sexy Germany cargo is in the game. You get to go through it. Hamburg and like Hanover and Frankfurt. It's pretty cool. But the one thing I say that makes this game the game of 2012 is I went in, there was no, there was no shitty hype about it. It perfected the genre that it was in. It said, hey, we're going to make a so truck. Just, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Just to clarify. No hype over Euro Truck Simulator 2012. Yep, and I was sickened. Really? No no E3 coverage or nothing? No E3 coverage, no MLG Pro, like, you know, kind of, hey, play, we're going to play, the, we're all going to play this game. And, uh, yeah, it's, it was... No European Game Conference? No European, no European Game Conference. Not even Gamescom? Damn. I didn't see it, and if I didn't oh. see it, it didn't exist. There you go. That's, that's a travesty. But I'm gonna make it short and sweet. The reason that this was the best game of 2012 is that it perfected its genre. It did what it like. It, there were no complaints because you couldn't complain because it was it's <laughs> a class of its own. And you know what? I can't say the same for Ask Creed 3. I can't say the same thing for most games released in 2012. So fuck you, game of the year, all years, Euro Truck Simulator 2. Thank you, my brother. Dude. Speaking of uh, simulation type games, has everyone seen the YouTube video Train Sim? Is it Train Simulator, bitch? Yep. Oh, I don't know. You've seen that? Train Simulator, bitch, motherfucker. What you know? Yeah. Did we already talk about that on this podcast? <laughs> no. Oh, it's such, it's such a good video, and it make it, seriously. 
Knowing you, Zach, has kind of enlightened me on the whole Simulator franchise and how you probably could have. I just never had an interest, but I've realized after talking to you, I probably could have fun with that. Yeah. And then that video kind of got big and is hilarious. And I kind of wanted to play a fucking simulator after watching it. Like, I, I don't know where to start, but your your stunning review of Euro Truck Simulator is like really speaking to me. Man, remember, games are as fun as you make them. And like, yeah. yeah. Hey, and because of that, and I'll get to this, but one of my, something on my list is something that you've shown me all about. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't for you in this podcast, Zach, it wouldn't be there. That pleases me so much. And with that, <laughs> my game segment for 2012 is done. Mm. Very nice. Congratulations. Very, very Thanks, nice. guys. I like it. Exemplary work. Thank you. Oh, thank you for all the hard work, Zach. No problem, guys. Let us go to the frozen wastelands. Yes. Mm. That is I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I used that last word. It is Martin. Martin, yeah. how are you? See, I'm just are you kidding. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Did he do that on purpose? Yeah, he did. <laughs> 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 Fucking. <laughs> I gotta think of a new one. Hey guys, write in or put on the Facebook wall, facebook.com slash podcast. What should the new episodic greeting to my good friend yeah. Martin from Sweden be? Guys, get on the Facey B and join the discussion. Okay, be a part of the community. What are we waiting for? Hit that, hit that uh, Google, the Google Chrome. Type in uh, dub dub dub. slash gcp and uh, write your word. Yeah, just write your word and let us let us fucking read it, man. Don't forget dub dub dub. We go there. We monitor. We'll talk. We'll talk back to you. You got a question about my personal sex life? Just fucking hit me up. Com slash C C P. You on that Stevie B remix? <laughs> Serious Stevie B. STDs. Who has them? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Martin, did you answer the question? How are you? <laughs> no, he <we> didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Martin, your fa your games of 2012. I'm actually going to have to agree with uh, Zach on this one. Like, 2012 has been a shit year for gaming. Yeah. Um, I've spent most of the year going back to like previous releases in 2010, 2011, and playing those and buying them. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to answer what like my favorite games were of 2012. But I guess it had to be uh, Tales of Graces F for the PlayStation 3. Probably because you the shit out of that game. I played the shit out of Tales of Graces F. Um, it was actually more fun than I imagined it would be, um, and it was a good t way to like kill hours on. So, but I don't know. Um, the game itself could have been a whole lot better, I think. But it was still a good, I don't know, a good play, I guess you could say. Um, good play, good day. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, that's it. Um, then there is Mushihima-sama HD, which also is good for killing hours on. I mean, it's an arcade game, so what'd you expect? Absolutely, man. Cave shit em ups Hell yeah. Can't go wrong. There, hey, did you know there's actually a new cave uh, shooter coming out for the Xbox this year? Yeah, a new Dodonpachi, right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, Dodonpachi Saidaiojo. 
Is there anyone else that makes shmups aside from Cave? Absolutely. But, really? Um, Cave probably do them the best. They, yeah. they seem to they seem to corner that market. So I, and I haven't heard of any other titles really. Uh, yeah, there's other there's other Japanese studios out there, and you had the Hungarian studio that made Sinimora, uh, which is done very well on Xbox Live, and that's on Steam now. And you should go get that. That's a that's 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 a very good game, as I've heard. I've not got around to playing it yet, but Sinimora. That was co-developed by Grasshopper Entertainment, actually. Oh, that's cool. cool. Oh, wow. With that is that cool. Hungarian studios. That's, um... Suda51. Suda51. Yeah. Is that a dog? That was a dog. I heard that dog. International dog! Where are my dogs at? Woof, 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 woof. Where are the items at? He's making kissing noises. Dogs don't have lips, Brian. Fuck. Oh. Mm. They can kind of smack... Yeah, they kind of have, like, a jowl that goes uh, over jowl. their fang. Oh, okay. But they can't look up. That's like a they lip. Can't look up. I kiss my cat on the lips sometimes. She fucking hates it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, hey, I'd do it anyway. Uh-huh. Because I own her. She's my property. I, p- I paid, and I tell her that. I mean, I mean, let's be real. I tell her that. I point at her. Okay. It, if you had a dog instead, would you call it your bitch? No. That's... that's... It was a female dog, obviously. Yeah, no, I would, but I like to, I like, I have, like, I would come up with, like, a cute name for my animal, so I would want to just refer only to the cute name. So I say, so I point, I point my finger and I say, Lilin, I own you because I paid money to purchase you. You are my possession (laughs) and I can do anything I want. And, and in all honesty, if I choose to kill you, I can because you're my (laughs) possession. (laughs) And and I'm, and I'm only letting you live for my amusement at the time. Because you gotta remember, he just finished chasing her around the house wearing nothing but a poncho. Brian has seen this. And holding an airsoft gun. Yeah, most likely. (laughs) Holy shit. So I tell her that in the most loving way while I pet her face and kiss her lips against her will. And you know, I just establish my dominance as the alpha of the house. Hey, do you think if she did like it and was like, it was with her will, like she would be Will and Lillen. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, she would. No. <laughs> we're, not about to, we're not talking about fucking cats here. You no, are no, so no. fucking lucky you do not have my cat. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tell us about Fritz, Zach. Fritz, if you shit, if you piss off Fritz, he'll make a mental memo to shit on your bed. <laughs> when we first got him. There'd be times where mom would be like, oh yeah, I'm not feeding you right now. Or dad would be like, get the fuck out of my way and kind of nudge him with his foot. Then we'd go out for dinner and we'd come back and Fritz, every time he'd piss him off, he'd leave his shit right in the middle of mom and dad's bed. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he only stopped when, like, after the fourth or fifth time, but mom, had, mom and dad had bought new sheets, like, nearly every time. And dad was just like, fuck this. And he grabs the cat, rubs his face in the shit, Takes him outside and drop kicks him out the door. And closes. Oh. <laughs> that's a that's a dramatization, by the way. And so the, so is this shit covered cat that came back the next day, and he was really nice. He was really nice to all of us. He's my favorite cat, and he still and like he hated dad for years, and then recently he's been jumping on dad's lap, and I think it's just to freak dad out because dad's just like, what the fuck is he doing? He's never done this before. And the cat just stares at me and is like, pat me. Do it, faggot. 
<laughs> your cat calls your dad a faggot. I <laughs> but yeah, if you kiss my yeah. cat, he'd probably he'd probably shit on your bed. No way, you kiss me back. <laughs> That's why I I only I'm only sure to mess around with Fritz when I'm when I'm over at Zach's house and on Zach's bed. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get confused and think you that's your bed. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Well thank you for your thank you for your game choices of twenty twelve, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, he's not done, is he? I am. I am done. Oh. Okay. That was it. Yeah, 2012 was a shit year. Fuck you. Yeah, I think we're all gonna have pretty short game lists. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, your 2012 sure. games. As I just took a giant bite of hamburger. Okay, ready? Yes. Hmm. Now, I'll have to agree that there wasn't much, and I struggled. And probably my favorite game was actually a portable for the 3DS, Resident Evil Revelations. I would put that sorry, as my... Sorry, I think, I think you mispronounced that. Oh, thank you, Martin. I, I did mispronounce welcome. that. I uh, I would give my number one game of the year to Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah, uh, right. That that nice. is the typo on the spine that I purchased, so I got one of those good ones. Um, and behind that, I would throw. I didn't think I'd be doing this, but goddamn, three four three knocked it out of the park with Halo Four. I've been hearing good stuff about it. And uh, and then honorable mention to Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii. Mm -hmm. nice. uh, and you know, even though I haven't played a lot of it, just because I haven't had time for an RPG, that was a game that I did enjoy playing. I mean, I I really try to look back on games I sat and really had a good time with this year, and so far it's been uh, Halo Four and Metal Gear Peace Walker, which is from like 2010. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm still playing that game. For the 3DS or for the Vita or for, the, for something for the for the uh, for the everything v for the Vita, but I imported my save and I transfer back. I'm sorry, I transfer back between yes. the PS the PS3 and the Vita. Oh, excellent, excellent. I know you were playing that on the uh, 3DS for what for a while as well. I was I was playing a. Uh, um, you're thinking of Metal, Metal Gear. Gear Three? Yeah. Snake Snake Eater. Ah, yeah, absolutely. But I'm saying my game, the, the one I've been playing a lot of, was Peace Walker. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, I'm dumb. Oh no, no, no. I think I thought you misheard me. Is that the one with Fat? I, I, I did mishear. Yeah. yeah. Is that is Fat Man in that one? I think Fat Man's in all of them. Yeah. Uh, he's in the second one, isn't he? I don't well, think he's in the third. He's in the game Metal Gear Fat Man. I think he's yeah. in that title. Uh, he has his own game. I mean, he's on the cover. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Acid Fat Man expansion. <laughs> Hey, I have both the Metal Gear Acid games. They're not good they're games. They're not good games. They're hard they're, to play. Are they chess? Is that no, what it they're, is? No, they're turn-based, like, cards. It's chess, right? Yeah, I mean, essentially. No, I, it's not like chess. It's, like, card-based, and depending on how the cards you get dealt, you can move your character on a board and, like, do attacks or something. I don't know. It's so fucking convoluted, I never really got the grasp. So it's yeah, like chess, though. That is, yeah, it's like chess. <laughs> never mind. No, never mind. We're all circumcised. We are all circumcised, so never mind. Never mind. No, we're not. That... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Development. Dude, startling new evidence. We all know. The whole world knows now. Martin. 
Should we just not mind Martin? Martin's <laughs> no, technically Martin's more than a more of a man than all of us. Yeah. He's transcendent. Damn right. Damn right. We are we've been tainted. We have the curse. We have the mark of the beast upon us. We've had our flesh severed and given to the dark lord and will forever be in his binding. Whereas Martin has remained pure and true to his master. Martin right. is more than a man and therefore more than a woman more than a woman to me <laughs> is that true <laughs> martin I, I need to hear it from your lips yes <laughs> yes the words have been spoken martin's doing yeah. good guys the page has been written brian yes your games of 2012 um <clears throat> I I took a, I took a long time thinking about this because I I felt like there were a few games that I actually did enjoy this year, but then like I think Martin said I found that those games that I enjoyed were games that came out several years ago, like yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, I played that again. Um, I, I I mentioned this uh, probably a few podcasts ago, but as an adult, that game is like so vital to the whole story that it took completing the Metal Gear Solid saga to make that game as quantifiable as it is to the rest of the uh, the series. So, that- I feel like it's loaded with so much information at the time you played it when yeah. it came out right after the first Metal Gear mm-hmm. that as a kid, I was not like fucking ready. I mean, I was already out of high school, Could not but I was, it. you know, I was still not like prepared for all the info they throw you and all the crazy shit. And going back again really opens your eyes, having now played yeah. three, four, where they really expand on all that crazy yeah. stuff they start talking about. So, so yeah. So I found myself like reappreciating games, but the the list I have uh, got to agree with uh, Garrett on Resident Evil Revelation. Re- sorry, Revelations, because I, I was just I couldn't believe how good that game was. Just like it was a full console ready Metal Gear game. Or, I'm sorry, a Resident Evil game. And it knew exactly how to be the right, right length of time for you to be able to play it as a portable, which um, which I think makes it probably one of the best portable games I've ever played. Um, it might be my favorite ever. Uh, an- another game, th- this is in uh, no particular order, uh, but another game that I really enjoyed was Double Dragon Neon for the PSN. That was a lot huh. of fun because I, I just got a lot of hours of hanging out at uh, with Eric and playing that game until we like our fingers hurt so that's why i really like that but i i think my game of the year i might have said i might not have said this yet uh but it's got to be borderlands 2 um i really enjoyed i'd never played borderlands until this year at all and it was a playstation plus free game um the first one and that got me into the series and then i i picked up borderlands 2 because i had such a good time playing over at Eric's house because uh, he he had owned it or he had bought it because he was like really into those games and so I started a file with Eric and uh, a co-op file or a campaign and then when it saved it saved two different files one for him to take and one for me to take so that meant I could play my exact same file at home and at Eric's house so I didn't have to be there which is the first time I've ever experienced anything like that in a video game where your progress is saved separate from the main characters, but equally. So um, 
so that made me want to like really pick up that game and play it and get into it and um that's the game i find myself really really wanting to play anytime i'm at home and uh and i have some free time so if you haven't checked it out borderlands 2 game of, game of the year for me um it, it took a, a game that i had no problems with pointed out those problems and then fixed them so kudos to the people over at gearbox I'm really looking. Uh, ex I'm really looking forward to that uh, Alien Colonial Marines game that they're putting out next year. Um, it combines. I'm scared. I'm scared about that game. Uh, uh, I, I hope it's scary and fun. Are you ready, guys? I'm ready. It's ready. Yep. It was a good year for the Wii. There, I said it. Okay. The Wii. Yeah. The Wii's swan song here <coughs> was was a good one, mm -hmm. and there were. A, a few Wii games on my list for 2012 games. Fuck yeah. Alright, let's right. hear it. Kirby's Adventure Wii. Mm. Not Kirby's Epic Yarn, but Kirby's Adventure Wii. <laughs> I, think in the, I think in the US it's called Return to Dreamland. Oh. I don't think, I, I don't think I've heard it of that. It was, uh, yeah, it was a fairly limited release. And it was a Kirby game that was in development since the GameCube days. Uh, it was it was uh, teased back in like 2003 or something. Yeah. And uh, we never heard of it again. It got shelved. But then it got picked up again by uh, Howl uh, Laboratory. And this is Howl's last game because they have now disbanded. Oh, oh no! Shit! Oh yep. whoa! Kirby's Adventure Wii, Howl's last game. We we knew them for Super Smash Brothers. Yep. We, knew them for we knew them for Pokemon Snap. Oh. There, who? Wow, wow! And this is, and this is the best Kirby game ever, in my opinion. Really? Uh, well, there's something new in each level. There are new power-ups in each level. It is so perfectly. The gameplay is perfect. There is nothing wrong with this game whatsoever. Great graphics, great music. It's one of my games of the year. Kirby's Adventure Wii or Kirby Return to Dreamland in the states. Dude, I, hey, based on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that game. Yeah. While you while you still can, man, because that got a lower press run than Kirby's Epic Yarn. Wow. And it's I fantastic. It's great. It's on the Wii, huh? So, uh, uh -huh. return nice. Return to Dreamland, right? That's it, isn't it, Martin? The it is. American title, yeah. Thank you. But will Will Americans get angry Kirby box art again? I hope so. I I'm looking right now. I am and too, because I'm. Hey, you guys, <laughs> you guys get shitty box art. You guys we get always angry. do. Confirmed. We have happy Kirby for the uh, Australian press. Oh, hey. Happy. hey little I'm bit of a little bit of a chin down eyes up from uh, King Dedede, but apart from that. Uh American, American. American gets angry Kirby. American confirms to angry Kirby. He's pissed. He's nobody, fucking pissed. But nobody on this cover it has the chin down, Isaac. He's mad because he's got that, that gay little green hat. He's all pissed <laughs> off. He's got a red hat, Garrett. Okay, I don't like it when you misquote uh, Kirby Cannon. I don't like it. I don't like it. His hat's green. Isn't it? <laughs> it's red Kirby. on this. Oh, on the U.S. cover, it's Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Yeah, his hat's green. His hat's green and got a star on the center and, like, some shit on the sides, and he's holding a sword. Yeah. And he is King pissed. D 
Oh no, 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 I'm talking about King DDD. Oh. oh I'm talking about DDD up in here. Oh, fucking. I, I don't know. You could have hey, been fucking guys, talking about Meta Nitro. Did you guys get that Kirby show in uh, Australia? Did you, did you know that there was a television show about Kirby? No. Yeah, it was all 3D polygon and shit. Yeah. Mixed, mixed with 2D animation. It looked weird. It was really weird, and they called King DDD Triple D all the oh, time. Oh my god. Stupid. <laughs> 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 That's Trip. weird. You do have to be careful where you put a D. Yes, you do, yeah. especially when Let you alone got three, three of them. them. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh! I don't even think I can fit three. Uh, what? You wanna I try? Don't know. Maybe. All right. Who knows? You just have to set your heart and your mind to things. Gary. Yeah, you can accomplish miracles. Can you believe? All right. <laughs> next came. Oh, I, next I, I, hey, hey I said it. I said miracles. Whatever. <laughs> How miracles, do they work? Miracles the most. You don't even know. It's, it's like, like magnets. It's like magnets. Favorite joke of 2012. Oh, was that? That's 2011 shit. Now. Yeah, that yeah. See, 2012 was a shit year. <laughs> <laughs> there was yeah, nothing. I agree with Martin. Yeah. There was gaming culture. There was us. Was yeah. It was us. That yeah, was, we were okay. the highlight. That was the only good. Mega, seriously, right. Mega64 had such a great year as well, I have to say. Oh, I thank you. Oh, thanks. Man, I feel like that... they haven't put much out lately. The Metal Gear, that Metal Gear ad? Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. That so was, good. yeah, that was, god damn. I don't remember to... most of this year. I think that's why... The return, the return of Game Girls. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Hey, yes, I love Game Girls. Oh, my god. I love Alexa. I, I love, that's, that's Derek, right? Uh, no, I that's Sean. Sean. Derek. Derek's is what, Vanessa. Miranda. Miranda. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so fucking on. It is perfect to that type of girl. Hey, who are you the most attracted to? Because I'm definitely more attracted to Derek than yeah. than the rest of yeah, them. Yeah. The, well, I think it's the lipstick and the darker complexion. Uh, and the hair. Yeah, it's yeah. Gotta be the hair. Yeah, oh Sean's, Sean's, hard, Sean's hard to look at. <laughs> Sean's fucking hard to look at, man. Yeah, well, that's because Sean looks like fucking meth addict. <laughs> <laughs> In that video, he looks like he's all fucking meth. I'm, I'm a fan of all the game girls. But which one do you want to go down on? Which do you fancy? Oh my god, that's very, uh, that's very specific instructions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Miranda's got a hairy chest. Maybe she shaves. Yeah. You mean yeah. which one I take to Broadway? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Downtown. <laughs> Downtown. I don't know, man. Um, I gotta say, man, Kimmy, Kimmy gets that beauty sleep. <laughs> she's good. Oh yeah. She's she's good at getting that beauty sleep, but uh, and you know, um, she uh, is after uh, all. You know, Ale Alexia's got Alexia's got their moves. She's got their poses. She that bitch knows how to strike a pose. She. She could vogue down, I bet, if she wanted oh, to. Oh, she's a straight she cunt, probably. Yeah. But please listen when I say Miranda, independent woman, has got it going on. No. I, like it. I like that. It's that fiery it's Latin blood. Exactly. It makes her want to dance. Dance. Mm. Well, I'm just, I just had sexual tangent? thoughts about my friend, Derek. <laughs> 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 I, just, I, just, I just caught myself actually having like a sexual thought yeah. about him dancing like <laughs> do you think do you think Derek's oh, brand is good at giving head oh, oh my god uh, i don't know what, what makes you think me as a gay man would be more comfortable with that question <laughs> i don't know but... yeah i kind of do i mean jesus I guess... christ 
Miranda's kind of hot. I don't know. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta like talk to Derek. You gotta, hey, we gotta work some stuff Before out. Before he hears this, wait, who my kidney ain't gonna listen to this? <laughs> uh, I just hope he keeps that beard forever. Otherwise, we got trouble. Yeah. Another Wii game. Beat the beat, Rhythm Paradise. It's yes. another, it's another rhythm heaven game. So many people hate it on this game, but I'm a diehard fan of this series, and this is maybe the best one yet since the original one on the Game Boy Advance. Wow. That, that came out in Japan. If I didn't uh, have the, uh, the Japanese version of that game, I would have counted that as a 2012 game as well. But yeah, it's a fucking great game. That's well, that's the thing. The, the European press, now, Americans didn't get this. The European press had uh, an extra option to use the Japanese soundtrack, which yep. is everything in this game. Oh. And yeah, man, it's 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 a fantastic game. It's not for everyone. You have to know what you're getting. Uh, but yeah, pick a pick a pick a desk up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't even get that you, over here. You did. You did get we, it, but it did but not, not with, with Japanese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what everyone was making the YouTube vids over, man. That's what I had heard was to kind of steer <laughs> clear because a gimped version. I loved Rhythm Heaven, which, you know. Yeah, that was a pretty fun game. But that was the only time, yeah, you know, I the only version games. I played is the original. My, uh, I have a Vita game on my list. Wow. Nice. Wow. One, one of the Vita games I own. I'm uh, surprised. It, it is Touch My Katamari for the PS Vita. Okay. Now, this is a game that not everyone played because people thought, I've played one Katamari game, must I play another? Uh, yes, I've you played, do. I've played every yes, Mum. Quite correct. I've played every Katamari game. This is the best one in the series, in my opinion. Wow. Yep. Okay. I mean, the the original creator wasn't even on board for it. Was yeah. he a consultant, Martin? Or I have no idea. Actually, yeah, he was, yeah, I'm not sure. He's too busy building playgrounds. Yeah, exactly. no. I'm I'm pretty sure his like entire like like. Uh, he only made that first game, and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't really even want to get into making video games. Uh, I just, but yeah, I, I thought, um, I thought that the the creator of it just went, ah, you know what? I only wanted to make the one game. Uh, I don't really care about making video games. I just thought this was an interesting idea. Is, mm -hmm. is that untrue? I, I felt like I've heard that. Well, I know he places. he he quit the yeah. company that made Katamari and went to just design, like architecturally design." Playgrounds around different parts, and I think they built one or two in in Japan. And then I don't know if he's still doing that or if he went on to something else. But he seemed to kind of be a guy who had a lot of interest and would go explore them. Yeah. But you know, which he's was awesome. With the one. I know he was on board for the first two at least, yeah. and they kind of had to talk him into doing the second one. Huh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I hope he. I hope he makes another video game soon. Because, I mean, Nobu Nobu Boy was a good idea, but I hope yeah. he can, if someone gives them the funding to do a much bigger idea. Uh, you one day. Come back. Absolutely. Uh, Akai Katana for the 360, a cave shooter. Go mm. get it, is all I have to say. Damn right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to sell a bullet, an super obscure bullet hell shooter. <laughs> yeah, really. you're, talk, you're talking to a specific audience. Group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If, it, if you want it, go get it. If you want it, probably already got it, but go get it. Um, you know what? A, a guy like me, I like to kind of dabble and just know about that type of stuff. And, you know, I don't play Cave. I don't play any shmups. But I went on a recommendation and got a Neo Geo one for PSP and really had a good time with it. Uh, when we did, I think, the first episode of Gaming Cult, 
that I was on with you guys. You told me about it. Oh, absolutely, man. Was it Last Resort? Um, I don't quite remember. It was a Neo Geo. Neo Geo oh. characters were in it. You could fly around as like. Oh yeah, yeah. Neo, uh, 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 was it Neo Wave? No, no, no. The no Heroes. No. I think it was Hero, Neo Geo. Yeah, Neo Hero. Geo Heroes. Yes, yeah. yes. That's a fun game. That was so. Yeah, if you have an interest, you've ever you know thought or heard about these cave type shoot 'em up games, thought Bullet Hell stuff would be for you. Zach, I'm sorry, Jake is the guy to uh, recommend one. Because he did me right. But what one would you play first? I recommend going for Death Smiles, because it's just a... It's it's so much fun. Every person I, you know, show that game to, they love it. No matter now, what kind of um, genre they're into. What is that on? It's some, it's some Moai... It's some fucking Moe kawaii bitches and yeah. gothic Lolita shit, and they're shitting motherfuckers. What system? Is this a PC thing, though? 360. 360. Oh, 360. Yep. yep, came out in America too. Cool. It's on network. You can just download it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. I think I think the US also got the uh, second one on Xbox Live, so you can just oh, download really? it. Yeah. Oh, XX or whatever it was. Yeah, two X, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's some stupid name. I don't know. Yep. Oh, well, I it's want a good game though. X's, if you know what I mean. Of course you do. Of course you, you might, do. You might get them. Look at go to Deviant DeviantArt.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> Martin says it like he doesn't want to see that. You don't want to see um, the what are they? What's a game called? Battle Maiden. What is it? Death Smiles. Uh, death Smiles. Death Smiles. You don't Battle want to see Maiden? all the deaths smiles in like sexy lingerie kissing each other and stuff, Martin. He's well, I, I have. But if you knew how old the characters were in that game, oh, I don't I bet think you would either. Hey, can I guess that they're fourteen? You're absolutely right. Yes. 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 I don't know what the fuck it is, but Japan, 14 is a magic number for cute girls. All the Eva pilots are 14. Right. All the fucking, <laughs> all these characters are 14. Uh, there was something else. That, uh, that must be like a like a legal thing over there, right? Is that their age of consent, 14? Uh, I Anyone? I, I don't know. <laughs> no. I am not sure. Is Zach with us? Oh, hang on. He might not be. <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't have said that because uh, well, no, it's, you have to. That's cut. okay. That's okay. Oh, good. so sorry, guys. Just Garrett ah. just led into Garrett just led us into our next segment. But before that, I have not my game of the year. All all the games I have said in this category have been my game of the year. But I have to give an honorable mention to Halo Halo Four multiplayer. I have had more fun on that game with uh, more than any other game all year. Been playing with all you guys and gals out there. I've had so much fun. It's and the last few sessions we've had, we have maybe one or two a week. Uh, they have been really, really intense. I think just eight people screaming on Xbox Live and winning, winning a lot against like MLG players. Really, really? We did it, man. We do that. Well, fucking last Cody's really good. We were e we're eating them Doritos Cool Ranch. Oh, doing that too. That's what it is. You got we that triple XP. We doing that XP. You got the do and the Doritos. Yeah, well, you think that's double XP and double XP. Now, who's good at their math here? Uh, well, I know that if you double means two. So yeah. what you do is you take two. Now I'll hold out my hands and I'll have two fingers. Now double. Brian, hold Garrett's hands, please. Yeah, hold this hand. 
So double, it, you don't really have to hold oh. it, it's fucking radio, no one can see us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just do what I'm told. Anyway, um, yeah, double, so now that's two, and then you have two doubles, so that's two and two. Two plus two is four, so that's quad XP, is that, am I correct on that math? Uh, yes. Dude, brilliant. If, if you, if you think otherwise... Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Mathematics. So what? I led you into your next segment. Uh, well, it, it was leading me... I, my honorable mention, it goes to Halo 4. It goes to the Wii U. I got one. I got that premium. I'm loving it. I got a bunch of games. But my, uh... My, uh... My favorite game so far this year... I haven't even played more than a few hours of it. Zach, are you okay there? What's going on? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to fix my computer. It's fine. We can hear you. Uh, no, I mean my big computer. Can you can, focus, please? I'm focusing. One thing at a time. I'm focusing. All right. <laughs> I, love, I love you what guys. What the fuck are you doing? You got love, I'm right here. Please <laughs> consider. Can't edit this out. You can't edit this out. Zach, are you fixing a toasted sandwich as well with your other hand? You do have one hand free. Zach, this what? is so oh, funny. What do you think I'm doing? I'm. Oh, whatever. Okay. I'm Zach, here. stop masturbating and focus on the goddamn <laughs> podcast. Masturbating is all I have. <laughs> Zach, Please. how are you? I'm good. I'm a little upset, to be honest. Oh my What's God. wrong? What's wrong, Zach? What's wrong with your computer? My brother. I've had this computer for like... I don't know. Jake knows it's a piece of shit. And we were mid-recording, and suddenly the whole thing just goes... And like, lights flash. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And it powers off. I'm like, oh, well, it might be simple enough to turn it back on. <laughs> Not quite. It's... It's... The power button is flashing orange, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I've got all my stuff on there, all my porn, and... <laughs> Sorry! And it's just dead. You still, you still download porn? You don't just stream it? Yeah, you don't stream that porn? Well, he wants, he wants, to, he wants to archive that Sasha Grey porn he's got. Oh, that Sasha Grey shit's valuable. Yeah, I, I hear you. They considered censoring the internet for a while. And I got a little bit scared and went stir-crazy. Download <laughs> porn as possible so I could sell hey, it on the market once it gets censored. I don't blame you, man. I'd, I'd be at uh, keepvid.com every day. <laughs> Keep vid. That's the funniest name for a website ever. <laughs> so, well, you know, you'll be able to pull those hard drives out and get the stuff off them, though, even if the computer's dead. Like, the if the, you know. Yeah, you can just plug it in. Yeah, but I don't have another desktop. This is mine. Right. <sighs> I've been there. Hey, I've been there, man. It sucks. And then yeah, I. Yeah, man. I've been there several times. I'm my last. Tonight, and. My mother, I have to do some work for her tonight, and I was gonna, and I had it all on my computer, and oh, oh, oh this just took a tragic turn. And you know what? My heart I even, goes up to you. I had all my fanfic on that. <gasps> no. no. Yes, and I had it up, ready to go, 
the finale, and it's gone. Fuck. Oh. This is a tragic start to 2013. We've been cursed. Cursed. Jake. I, I will I lift. I will lift the curse with my favorite game of the year. Yes. Of 2012. <laughs> Corpse Party for the PSP. Very good. The scariest game I have ever played. I'm only three hours in. It is my game of 2012. Really? Yeah, man. Go get it. It's on, it's on the PSN. It's on the PS Network. It's the called Corpse Party. Corpse Party for the now, PSP. You can I've download it on your Vita. You can download it on your PSP. Whoa! Huh? Holy crap! The, and the, the sequel's coming out in like less than a week too. Book of Shadows, I think it is. I looked up just real quick. I I looked that uh, game Corpse Party up on Amazon. The cheapest copy of that game is eighty dollars American. Oh, that's for a Japanese copy. Yeah, they're uh, very you know flexible. What? Yeah, it, it, it's it's download only. Oh, that's a very important part. It's it's download only. Oh, uh, gotcha. In the, in the states, yeah. It's okay. only available on the PS Network. And you can play it on your Vita as well. Absolutely. Play what, what the PSP you, games. What do you prefer playing it on? You play it on your PS3 or your? Uh... Well, it didn't actually. It came out in everywhere except for Australia. Ah. Uh, so I actually had to have my boy Cody hook me up with a bit of uh, you know. U.S. Um, U.S. Uh, PSN network account, and he actually donated the game. So I have to be, give a big shout out to Cody for donating cool. my game of 2012. Oh, oh nice! Wow. Last code. And it's a PSP title. Mm. Okay. I gotta give a sh I've gotta give a shout out to Cody. Actually, he sent me a Christmas present that I, that I got in the <laughs> mail yesterday, and I, it's it's so worthy of a shout out. And I'm, I'm gonna let you know why. <laughs> Last Cody sent me a sealed copy, a sealed Japanese copy of Sonic R. Oh, uh, that's fucking cool. Holy yep. I'm hearing that soundtrack in beautiful master quality. Hell yeah. Everybody's supersonic racing, gotta keep your feet right on the ground. Everybody's supersonic racing. Come on, let the fire around. burn. Yeah. Let the fire burn and look around. All right. Simultaneously, you can do both of them together. Work it out. Simultaneous. You will always be my diamond in the sky. Uh, shout out to Cody as well. He got me a Christmas gift too. He, he sent me a Gundam model kit, and I had so much fun putting it together. <laughs> it was a, you know, the little super deformed Gundams. I don't know why he thought I would enjoy that, but I. He was right. It's it's now the one figure on my desk. Oh, is that where that's from? Yeah, this little Gundam, and it transforms into two different things. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah I think. Yeah. I love building these I Bandai didn't get kits. Anything, so. Oh. <laughs> And you, something that you guys and gals out there have been asking about lately, and it's it's not it's not something that's happened yet, but it will be happening soon. We will be setting up a gaming cult PO box. You have requested it, so we will uh, do this for you. Please do not send anything ridiculous. Yeah. Send everything we are not ridiculous. we are not worthy of it. Anthrax. We, but we thank you for the thought. Even. <laughs> Don't even say that. Anthrax. Yeah, oh, yeah. You mean I'd the, appreciate some anthrax. The thrash metal band, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. I don't know. I'm not a big, uh, not a big fan. Turn it up. Bring the noise. There's Public Enemy and Anthrax. I remember that. Yeah, man. 
I don't like no. the guy's beard. Is it Ian? What's that guy's name? Ian something? Something Ian? His beard? His Ian dumb Walton. anthrax beard? I've never really been a fan of anthrax. I, you know, I haven't either. Yeah. Uh, our next bit, and we'll try to uh, go through it. We will do this. We will do this now. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Yes. The next segment of our 2012 roundup. Um, our favorite obscure games that we have discovered this year from any time period. Garrett, get this, us going. This is, I prefaced earlier that Zach had turned me on to a game that I otherwise wouldn't have sought out. And for me, I don't play PC games, so this is something that I had to actually like actively go pursue and like find, download, install. Like I, I'm so lazy when it comes to like playing games. That's why I'm such a console gamer. But I went out of my way to get the title Facade. Yes. <laughs> Hell, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell and yeah. And I, I have had so much repeated fun <laughs> going in multiple times, saying the word melons. Melons, 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 melons. Yeah, just, just. What did we tell, tell you about saying them words? Telling him that his wife has nice tits. Like I'll just, I just, I just. Whatever I think of, whatever pops into my head, as a rule, I say it. If you haven't looked into this game, guys, it's free. You could get it on a PC. I think, can you get it on Mac, too? Probably. I, I've, Probably. I, I've only played it on PC. But... Play play Facade. It is so fucking funny. It is so much fun to play it. it, it it's just great. It's fucking weird. It's so weird. But yeah, I'll keep just, it short and sweet. Just the looks you get from them. It's great. Yeah. They give you that blank fucking stare. The animation style and the shitty, like, clip art of, like, a vase and stuff that you can pick up and move around. And I'll, like, I'll pick up all her vases and, like, put them in the wrong spot. Like, try to... <laughs> I, I constantly carry stuff around their apartment and try to hand it to them. <laughs> what you should do is you get the, the magic eight ball and yeah. you, you shake it up a bit and you answer only in what the magic eight ball says. <laughs> What, what's that, Gonzalo? All signs point to yes. <laughs> the way you pick your name is odd. Like, it's very kind of specialized with the ones yeah. that you use. Well, exactly. They, they, they voiced so many names. I thought that was a really cool feature. Really cool. But the ones they chose are, like, so fucking random. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That was your discovery. That was my, like, rare... I would consider that, like, a rare kind of, like, out there game. I mean, it's kind of an indie title anyway, but it's something on the PC for me is super rare. You fuck with it. I fuck with that game, man. I have fun, son. Based. Nice. Swag. Uh, Zach? Yeah? I know you got something for us on this. Well, I went to my grandma's house recently, and... My cousins happen to live there, and one of them has moved to Queensland. However, there are a few gold obscure games that I rediscovered that have been left behind. Um, as well as what brought this upon, what, what led me on this adventure was finding a, a PC game, in the loosest of terms, in my pile of games. I don't know how it got there. It was called Mary-Kate and Ashley's Dance Party of the Century. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the actual name? That's the full name. Of, of the PC game, yes. Oh, and I fantastic. went, wait, 
there was a shit ton of Mary Kate and Ashley games. And so, I only knew one person who had all of them. And that was my cousin. Wow. And so, I went over there and I found Mary Is Kate. Is this a, f a female cousin? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. I found Mary Kate and Ashley's Magic Mystery Mall, Mary Kate and Ashley's Crush Course, and Mary <laughs> Kate and Ashley's Winning Game, which is a horse riding game. However, oh, that much shouts out once again to my dear friend Michael Zellenjack, who bought me um, that uh, Secret of the Magic Crystals, which was also a horse riding game of the obscure variety that I enjoyed in 2012. Stupid but, goddamn horse. Jeez, I, we, we know Zach's got a fucking girlfriend and a best friend, I guess. Wow. Just oh. always throwing it out there with the shout-outs, An itemized list. Oh, uh, well, the Mary Kate and Ashley games are perfect in their own way. Because now I can enjoy them even more, because Mary Kate and Ashley are grown up now, and it's all okay. <laughs> Anything I think cannot be held against me as I play these games. <laughs> Like, Mary-Kate and Ashley's Crush Course, the aim of the game, train yourself up so you'll be sweet on dates. Oh, and you know what? Guess what they're going to take? <laughs> I'm training them to date me. So, I need to, what I need to know is I need to know how to get really good at the games this, in this select game. So when I do ask Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen out on a date, they can get over, like, you know, the trauma that came with Heath Ledger's death. <laughs> And they can, like, you know, just go on a date with the one and only Zach Ennis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's good. That's I like. I like that. Um, thank you, Zach. Thank you. That was your discovery. Yep. The Magical Mystery Tour. The Magical Mystery Mall, thank you. There was, there was one on the PS2 and GameCube called Sweet 16, wasn't there? Yeah, I... Lic Licensed to Drive, I think they were called. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I remember seeing a bunch of, like, Game Boy titles for Mary-Kate and Ashley games. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were up on all, all right. that Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mary-Kate! Brian, what are your uh, obscurities that you discovered last year from any time period? Uh... La last year, um, last year nothing. I mean, I feel like Gra Gravity Rush was obscure, but that's like a pretty key title on the Vita. Um, you really like that though, huh? I, uh, yeah, that was that was a game that uh, that I would have put on my best games list, but I, I felt I'd mention it here, so double mention. Um, but yeah, um, the the games that I thought of just obscure games. Uh, some of these I feel are probably less obscure than are. are yeah, they're, they're like better known than I think, but I've got to say that uh, Beautiful Joe was like one of my favorite games that I feel like nobody really ever talks about or like touches on again, and I don't think like people really remember that game, Great game. and how yeah. fun it was. Like, man, those games were cool. Do more, like do HD remakes, like what's going on? Do three. But, yeah, do three. Two was awesome. Um, another game... Grasshopper have the rights to that. I don't know. It's hmm. a good question. Well, Platinum. Would be Platinum, wouldn't it? Oh, did Platinum make that? Uh, It'd be uh, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Clover did them. Is... Now, yeah, exactly. 
Is your list, Brian, all are these all games you found out about this year? No, or? these are all games that These are just your top obscure games. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, like games that I really enjoyed just ever that are obscure. Not necessarily to happen to do with this year. Yeah, because oh, okay, there weren't it. really any obscure games. Yeah, there really were. Like, oh, the Expendables game on PSN and I don't feel like that was very obscure. You guys, yeah. you guys oh well it kind of is. I mean the obviously the the, the license isn't, but not many people remember, know about that game, and apparently it's a great game. You guys loved it. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed that game. Um, but uh, the the other games, uh, really quick, uh, old SNES game, Illusions of Gaia. Um, yes. That was a game. That was a game I really loved. Nobody knew about, and um, I, I don't remember very much of it. I just remember that you could change into like this '90s Fabio night. And it was like really cool when you could, um, but otherwise, like, why was it cool? Did he get all the chips? Yeah, he got like all these powers. And he got like a super cool looking sword, and you could do like a crazy dash move. Um, it was cool. So that that's that's another game, uh, Killer Seven, one of my favorite games ever. Another Grasshopper. Damn, that's another, a good game. Another Grasshopper game. That game was like just fucking ahead of its time. Man. Um, what yeah, a, go. This reeked atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, more than like almost any other game I can think of. And, yeah. and it was, and you like, you were like, man, these boss fights aren't very challenging. It's like, yeah, because it doesn't matter. Like, you're not playing this game to, to like overcome and, and be really good at the shooter. Um, it's it's definitely yeah, atmosphere, like you said, Jake. Um, uh, there are so memorable characters from that game as well. Yeah, and the story was really cool. Like, yeah. you didn't know what was going on at the end, and then it still pretty much, like, messes with your head. Another game I think they should do, like, an HD remake of, but I don't think they ever will. No, probably not. But, um, uh, two more. Uh, this is more of a series. Um, I already said that. Uh, <laughs> this series is Golden Sun. I feel like nobody really talks about how good of an RPG Golden Sun is on on the Game Boy and then as well the DS, but it's one of my favorite um, favorite RPGs ever. It's just easy, it's fun, um, a lot of hours, a lot to do in it, and uh, I, I I just love that title. And then in and then Incredible Crisis on the PlayStation, uh, which is one of the weirdest fucking games I've oh, ever. Man. My friends have been telling me about that. I so need to get that game. Oh, that, was it? Was it made by the same people who made Mr. Mosquito? I don't know. It was a. It was a weird it was fucking. Weird. It was a Japanese mini game. Yeah. Like it wasn't like Mr. Mosquito, which was kind of cute. You could like relate to. Like I. I don't know why they released it in the U.S. Because it's <laughs> like. It, no sense. Hey man, the 32-bit era was a time of experimentation with yeah. retail games, and it needs to move back to that again, you know. Yeah. Studios need to give these crazy uh, games a chance, but but that's been superseded by the uh, by the indie market now. It's not even needed, which is yeah. great. And uh, I'm about to talk about that in the uh, My Obscure Games. We'll get, to, we'll get to yours after, Martin, but uh, I've... Uh, Man, I've got, I've got some great ones, and they, these have been some of my favorites of the year. Um, we have Sin and Punishment Star Successor on the Wii, which is the sequel to the Japanese Nintendo 64 game called Sin and Punishment. Uh, I picked up the original just recently, but yeah, this came out everywhere. Sin and Punishment Star Successor. 
and developed by Treasure, who have made some of the best hardcore games of all time in multiple numbers. Um, it is a shooter, and it is also an adventure game. Go all I can say is one of the best games of this generation. Go and play it. It's not for everyone, but it is a it is an experience. Sin and Punishment Star Successor for the Nintendo Wii. Amazing game. Uh, my other, the other ones on my list. We'll get some. We'll get just these out of the way. We know they're coming. Here they are. Sukiban Shotsho Renna. Yes. The cat game for the Wii. Most yes. mostly known as. I have a copy. I have I have one of the hundred copies that made it to that made it to store shelves or that that were sold at least. I don't know. Um, one day we'll get a sequel, guys. One day. One day. <laughs> oh, I hope so. For now, we'll just keep on playing that piano with that cat. <laughs> that god, with that with that goddamn boss cat. Is that probably your rarest like retail disc from this generation? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I have a Japanese Wii to play it on too, because you cannot play that game any other way unless oh you my god. do other unspeakable things, which we want to speak of. Don't speak of them. They're not, not spokenable. I don't like when my Wii turns into something that just runs the matrix of code up and it scares me, so let's not speak about it. Don't, don't walk backwards in Twilight Princess. Never no. do that, <laughs> and then because you don't want to see that matrix code go nutty. It's wacko. You are not going to like Agent Smith. Yeah, exactly. he'll turn you. You'll be like, red pill, blue pill, who cares? Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. Uh, Heartful Boyfriend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a game I have not played yet. Happy Wheels. Yes. <laughs> Happy Wheels is a flash game that is an absolute internet cultural phenomenon. Wait, is this the one where you're the dad on the bike? Yeah. With, with the son in the back. Yes. Yep. Okay. I fucking I saw a YouTube I, I, video. We're, I'm, we're late to the party here. We realize that. Okay. I, I downloaded this, but I've forgotten about it. I have to start playing this again. This game is great. Yeah. It's 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 brilliant. We don't need to tell you how brilliant it is, listeners. You've played it. You know what it is. Happy Wheels. If you're one of the last people that hasn't played it, please go play this game. Look at all the playthroughs from various YouTubers, which we all know and love. It's... Oh, goddamn. It's, it's all about the modding community for this game. The modding community is possibly the most active modding community on the internet for Happy Wheels. Go play I've, it. I've never played a mod, I've just played the original Happy Wheels. Well, I'm talking user-designed levels here, which is oh, a, a, yeah. a big part of the game. So, you play the sample levels first, you'll be like, okay, I get this, this is hilarious. Go to the user-generated levels. That's where the gold is. You have to sift through, you know, the shit a bit. But, goddamn. And the final game on my obscure games of the year is not a game that we have access to here in Australia because we do not have access to the Xbox Indie uh, Arcade. Is that, is that what it's called? The in, the Indie Marketplace? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't use my Xbox I, that yeah, much. Turn my I, I, I play Halo 4 yeah. on it and now Far Cry, but that's about it. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. That, I should get Halo 4. I don't even... I mean, I, I can't navigate the fucking dashboard anymore because they change it so many goddamn times and it's all ads oh, so yeah. i i set all my consoles to just auto load a game when i put it in and that's all i do is do whatever that. yeah whatever game is in the tray that's all i use it for it's a fucking 
It's a game player. I watch Netflix on my fucking PS3. Yep. My favorite obscurity of 2012 that I've discovered is a game on the uh, indie marketplace for Xbox 360. It is a game called No Luca No. <laughs> that is again, No Luca No. Now. That's great. I am gonna. Do, should I explain this game? No. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna let these gaming cult boys check out a video, a little gameplay video, and they can tell me what's going on. You ready, guys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, Luca, oh. no. This is a real video game that exists. Oh, Michael played this. <laughs> 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 what are you what are you seeing here guys? I, I have I have seen this video and I laughed my fucking ass off. Shut up. Uh, so there's a cat. Up. There's a cat. It's a black cat trying to get your cereal. <laughs> I'm just trying to eat my cereal and the cat keeps going. It's a cute little cat. Hey, that's what Lilith looks like. That's what Fritz looks like. <laughs> our our the game... lovely friends over at Rooster Teeth made quite a good video. Oh, it's great. It's the best Let's Play of it. Check, it, yeah. check that one out on the Rooster Teeth channel for Achievement Hunter. Um, no Luca No is a game where you have, you have a cat. You have a bowl of cereal. Get that fucking cat away from that bowl of cereal. That's my cereal! And that is the video game. <laughs> that is the game in ever. its entirety. Don't you let that cat eat that cereal. <laughs> I'm sorry, that video is hilarious. Michael has a way with his... With with saying the cat's name like he's really talking I to know. it. <laughs> oh. The cat, it's just... How did that get on a fucking Xbox? How does uh, that well, pass QA? That, what do you mean? There's no QA process. It's you put a just, game up. You put a game up, there's no ratings. It's up. That's on the oh, indie. Oh, that's the indie thing. I've yes. never, I have oh. never used this, but now I feel like I want yeah, to. Now I kind of want to turn my Xbox on. There you go. No, no look at no. No look at no. You cannot have my cereal. You cannot do. You cannot do. Scooby Doo. Cereal, I don't do. <laughs> that's great. I like that. Martin, your yeah. favorite obscurities for 2012. Um, gaming okay. discoveries. Yes. Um, I'm obviously not gonna top Sukiban Chacho Orena. It's <laughs> it's it's impossible to top that, really. What about? Uh, could you get anywhere close to No Look or No? Boy. <laughs> Pro probably not. I'm actually going to delve in again to the Japanese obscurities here. And, I love it. Um, well, are you familiar with a game called Show Aniki? Uh, some of you are probably. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> You're not. Okay. Think a mixture of Cho Aniki. Uh, you'll have to look that up, Garrett. Um, okay. A mixture between Cho Aniki and, uh, I should say, Streets of Rage. And you have the game I have right before me here. And the it's game called... is spelt C H O A N I K I. That's it looks correct. like an altered beast type of uh, side scroller. So if you basically take that oh, weirdness, but it's a shooter. yeah. <laughs> oh, what if you the take fuck? the weirdness in that game and mixture it with Streets of Rage 2, then you have Puli Rula. 
What? Pulirula. Pulirula. I've not heard of this. I thought you were just gonna talk about Choaniki. Maybe I Choaniki. No. Dude, I'm ready. Pulirula. It was an arcade game that was released in 1991, I believe, in Japan only. It's a Japanese exclusive game. The game has been converted to several consoles, but has not yet seen a release in the States nor Europe. Uh. And yeah, like I said, it's basically a mixture between the weirdness that is found in Choaniki and the gameplay of Streets of Rage. I've got so. a Choaniki YouTube video paused right now on my monitor, and there is what I can only describe as a, a small Asian man with no clothes on. He's bald, but they drew like Homer Simpson style hairs that just go from the side of one head to the other. And he's got a mechanical squid-like bikini on that's projectiling a, a, a like an energy blast out of the crotch area. He got and he's got, too. I think he has pink slippers on too. He is very muscular. Yeah, everyone is very muscular in this game. Everyone's yoked. Huh. They are. They do get yoked before panels, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tell us about this game, Mum. Goddamn. You're... Let's see if I can rem remember this correctly now. You're playing as a boy and a girl, and you're basically set out to rescue the world. You know, that the, the typical uh, topic for a game, I guess. And... Um, yeah, you encounter very, very interesting enemies throughout the game. You'll have to judge the game for yourself. If you can, like, find a physical copy of the game, you probably aren't going to be able to play it unless you have a <clears throat> modificated console, which uh, we aren't supposed to be cough? speaking yeah. about. Ooh, oh, that cough is coming back, Martin. You sure you're yeah. right? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'm okay. Um, but you Sound are like, going to find... Weird. Did you hear that cough? That was weird. Martin, how are you? Oh. God fucking damn it. Melons. Brian, oh. I think it's time for you to leave. Okay, we'll be bye. fine. You just have to go. <laughs> That's the best thing. <laughs> but, like I was saying, you will be able to find videos of this game on YouTube. So, go check that out, and if you can, buy a physical copy of the game, because it's fucking amazing. Pooly cooler. I'm expecting Poo some form of homoeroticism in here, Martin. <laughs> You'd be a bit disappointed, I think. Man. It's spelled P U L I R U L A. Pulirula. There you go. I love it. Thank you, Martin. You're welcome. Good segment. Next segment. Let us move on to our favorite musical findings of 2012. There weren't. Maybe there weren't a lot of great albums that came out in 2012. Maybe there were. But this is our list for best music that we have heard in 2012 from any particular era. Sock it to us, boys. Garrett, do you want to go first? I would love to. I'll, uh... God, I, I have a lot. Well, I feel like a lot, but I'm just going to whip through them. I... So, we did this uh, Firefall live stream at Mega64. And the four of us, uh, me, Rocco, Derek, and Sean went on and played the game Firefall with uh, the staff and gave our reviews and stuff of it. But we asked them if we could do it in character. And to get in character, because 
the bit that we had planned was like a Halloween type thing. So we were going to host this goth public access show. I started listening to a lot of old goth music and like dark wave stuff that I used to kind of dip my toe into. And man, I fucking went off the deep end. Since October, I have been immersing myself in new music that's from probably 1983 on average. But uh, just albums that I'd like to mention. Ministry's first album, With Sympathy, is uh, very synthy and kind of poppy. The Cure, uh, a lot of Cure albums, but uh, 17 Seconds and Faith, uh, really moody and, and uh, a lot of dark ambiance and it's very it's very depressing um, uh, Bauhaus you cannot go wrong with Bauhaus and I had heard the hits before but I went and got the album In the Flat Field Mask and The Sky's Gone Out oh The Sky's Gone Out that's yeah. an album and those those three albums that's that's gotta be like my top right now I have gone back and like kind of basically went down the the discography of these bands I had heard of before and I had heard the hits of and Bauhaus was the one that I connected the most with it was like I never really thought of them as something I would actually listen to it was always just kind of a joke you know Bella Lugosi's dead it was like a, a funny goth punchline that I would like throw at my friends every once in a while but like now she I, is in parties yeah I, those two were like the two big ones I had ever heard and then listening now to all the full-length albums that they put out, I'm really liking them. Uh, Love and Rockets Express, another great, great album. And then uh, that was a Bauhaus little... after Bauhaus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Peter Murphy stuff too. I've been listening to a couple of his solo albums, and they're they're pretty good. Uh, another band, a little newer, is uh, The Breeders. The Breeders are a band led by Kim Deal, who is the bassist uh, for the Pixies. And she had a hit in the 90s with a song called Cannonball. And it, it started like a... Do you remember that song? Does, anyone, does that ring a bell? Uh, I I, I, I've heard the Breeders album once. The anyway, first album. Sh- sh- Anyway, yes, it was yes, yes. it was a, it was like really bassline and like she plays bass, so it's there's a lot of bass heavy stuff. Anyway, they're like a grungy type of '90s band, the Breeders, but specifically an album I had never heard before, but an album called Pod, P-O-D. Uh, the Breeders, Pod, great kind of uh, darker, moody, but early '90s kind of dark wavy stuff. That's it. Thank you, Garrett. I tried to go fast. Sorry if I motor-mouthed it. That's fine, man. Just press eject and give me the tape. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's the name of a Bauhaus live LP. Is it, it really? Yeah, it is. Press eject and give me the tape. I haven't heard that. I got... Uh, it's a, really, really great. No, not a Blu-ray. I, I bought a DVD offline that had two Bauhaus, like movies kind of on it one was just a series of music videos the other was a live performance and i yeah they're great it's fucking awesome what a showman i mean all of the 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 whole group absolutely man we'll talk about that more in an upcoming episode of game call podcast Ooh, i'd love 13 uh martin your music of 2012 
Oh. What even could it be? <laughs> well, this will actually be a really, really short list. Um, I had to like go over the my findings really. See, what did I actually find out about in 2012? And there were actually only two bands that I think are worth mentioning. And the first one is Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. It's um <clears throat> actually it's kind of hard to label what kind of music they play. Me and some of my friends actually had a single night out where we only discussed this band pretty much. Trying to like label them, what did they play, what didn't they play, etc. And the conclusion we came to was they play stoner rock with a bit of an influence from like the 60s, 70s. Mm -hmm. um, okay. They're on the same label as Electric Wizard, so that might give you an idea what oh, they right. might sound like. Rise, Rise Above. Yeah, Rise oh, Above, yeah. correct. And they released two albums. The first one was called Volume 1, which was on a CDR in like 20 copies, so go good luck finding that one. <laughs> and um, the second one was Fine released. Now cry in, later. Yeah, exactly. The second one was released in 2011, I think. Uh, it was called Bloodlust, and uh, it was released as a very limited CD and a very, very limited vinyl issue, which kind of gave a hype to the band. But boy, that hype was definitely worth it. Um, they were so hyped, they actually decided to repress the album, the second album, on vinyl in like 15,000 copies, I believe, and every single co copy by now is sold out. Oh, wow. And no one knows who's in the band. It's a complete mystery. The name but again, Martin. Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. But they will actually be playing live in London this year, and I think it's in February, March. I'm not God, too sure. Their first God live game. That's such a good band name. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Where can you find their music online? Uh, I think you should be able to purchase okay. some of their music on iTunes or whatnot. Oh, they are on iTunes. Okay, cool. And I think yeah, I there's some there's some YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, there are. Okay, cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, man. And um, the um, second band I wanted to talk about is a, a Japanese metal punk band called Doraid. How do you spell and, that? Uh, it's uh, D-O, uh, the uh, the Swedish O with uh, umlauts on it, uh, R-A-I-D, oh. Dorade. And, um, well, if you know what metal punk is, then it's pretty much a standard metal punk band. But if you're not familiar with the genre, then this might be a good insight into what metal punk is all about. And um, it's a Japanese band. And they only release their material on vinyl records. Um, wow. Which, which in turn are really hard to come by as they sell out within like hours. And um, people jack up the prices on eBay and whatnot. So that's a shame. It's uh, a shame. It is. And um, well, I think you should be able to find some of their songs on YouTube if you're really interested in looking them up. Which you should because they're a great band. You want to hear that Japanese metal punk as well? Check out the first Gizm album. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, that's some good shit right there. Gizm. Yeah, man. Fucking, that's a band. That's a Endless Brocade. 
Endless rock game for the pussy foot tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was what was that first album called, Martin? Detestation. Yeah, Detestation. By Gizm. That's G I S M. I love that fucking name, man. Yeah, man. Gizm. <laughs> It's, a, it's an acronym. I can't remember what it's an acronym for. I, anyway. I just love the way it rolls off my tongue. <laughs> that gizm just be rolling off. Oh, dude, I got gizm flowing. <laughs> Dorade is actually very heavily influenced by gizm, so... I bet, I bet. Well, thank you, Martin. Uh, Brian, what are your... Uh, what is your music for last year? Uh, yeah, I don't know that I had very many... Um, Albums of uh, of mention from last year. I really can't think of anything that came out that I was excited for. It's stuff um, that you discovered as well. So, so yeah, so uh, a few things I discovered last year, and I mentioned some of these um, on the on, on the previous uh, music episode. Um, but uh, the first one I want uh, is the most recent, and that's Adrian Young. I believe that's how his name is sent. And uh, he, he is a person who I don't know if he's a like a um, a singer or a, like a composer, but he did the music for all of that show Black Dynamite. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like this uh, kind of like exploitation, or I should say, black exploitation um, '70s show that they show on uh, on the Cartoon Network here in the U.S. Um, but he, uh, through looking through Ghostface Killer's wiki, his, uh, his next album is a double, uh, double album, concept album with Ghostface. Oh, they're really? Gonna, they're gonna do, like, a graphic novel concurrent with an album, so you could, like, listen to them together or read to them together about, like, some pimp. Cool. And I can't remember the name of the album right now. But, you know, so that made me want to learn about this, uh, this guy. And I downloaded his album, Something About April. And it's got that very old kind of, like, Motown, like, funk, fuzz feel to it. And it's, Fuzz is a good way to describe yeah, that, like, for sure. Like Fuzzy. That 70s, like, really nice and, uh, and, like, very warm. That's all I can think of. Um, low basses. Like Orange the, shag carpeting. Yeah, yeah. Like, that really nice kind of feel. Um really good album naked black chicks with afros Ex- with afros big fucking else. afros and black nipples dark black nipples <laughs> <laughs> and raging bush yeah oh dude yeah we're talking Damn. we're talking untrimmed like, pubic hair it's like some blowfly shit right there yes sir you ever seen coffee welcome home oh my god <laughs> Damn, so so that guy I, I have yet to check out the uh, soundtrack to uh, Black Dynamite, but something about Abel's a really good album to put on when you just want to kind of like hang out and be mellow. Um, an album that uh, that I discovered last year. Another the 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 next on my list would be Oingo Boingo. I had not listened to them outside of Weird Science last year, and Weird Science got me to go. Oh, you know what? I should download this song. And then it was like a dollar and twenty cents to buy it on iTunes for just the one song. Or seven dollars for the rest of the album. Oh, the whole album was only seven bucks. It was like seven or eight bucks. So cool. I got Dead Man's Party on my on from the, iTunes. That's a great. Like, that, that would have been 
on my, I should have put that on my list too. That that's that's an honorable mention. Man. That that is something I found out about this year too. Yeah, like I would if you would have told me a year ago, hey, you're gonna be like really enjoying Oingo Boingo. You know that band that Danny Elfman came from. I'd have laughed in your face and maybe walked away from you after kicking dirt on your shoes. I, well, I had always liked Oingo Boingo, but I only knew, like, Dead Man's Party, Weird Science, Stay, but, like, the B-sides are fucking where it's at. Yeah, like, the other the other songs on that album, like, um, I Thought I Heard Somebody Cry, like, um, No One Lives Forever. Oh, man, like, they're not songs I ever thought I would enjoy. For some reason, I'm, like, really into it. It's... It, it's really cool. Um, and then the other one and the last one is King Crimson. Um, I got his, I got his, I got the band's first album on vinyl in the court of the Crimson King, yeah. and that yeah. is such a good album. Is that that song? Is that that, that first album? As well? I think it is. It's this is a '70s rock band, right? Yeah, like a prog rock band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Super, super deep like bass and low really yeah yeah, yeah. the court of the crimson king has they have the song called that too right yeah which is my favorite song on which that is album. the the in the background vocals going oh yeah yep oh, oh, oh. and the fucking drums are <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it's yeah, so yeah that good. fucking song is so good i just think of wizards riding on horses <laughs> and like that is a that is a beyond just over the top like song yeah that's yep. great yep so that, th those are my finds from last year cool man very cool stuff uh zach hmm? your discoveries 2012 oh. was that the year of music for you my brother um it was a good year i'd say you um, heard that you heard that skrillex you heard that skrillex <laughs> Give it up, skip it up, 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 that's all we do here. Uh, was 2012 the year of music for you, Zach Ennis? Um, it was a good year. Um, I'm gonna sum it up with three artists. Or three groups, whatever we can call them. Um, we hadn't missed... Well, I probably won my earliest entries into the podcast. I mentioned a band called... Or a guy. Or whatever. Sometimes he has a band, sometimes it's just him. Uh, Mystery Skulls, who Eric ended up picking up and liking, which was surprising. But yeah, they were they were pretty fucking awesome, and I'm pretty sure a fair few people and fans had a good listen and enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Uh, Eric likes good music. Yeah. And our fans like good music too. Yep. And on that note, I really hope that after my suggestion, they listen to Taylor Swift. Because, as you all know, my, on the last episode I was on, I did recommend Taylor... Wait, no. The one before that, I recommended Taylor Swift because of her new yeah. album, Red. And this year, I gave Taylor Swift a chance after just making jokes and not actually listening to her music. Then I listened to her music, and I really liked it. And did you find it really deep, and then you went and explored a demo tape era? For the first time... <laughs> You know what I did explore? I explored as much as I could, and I want to explore her. And oh I tried googling images, and there was nothing. 
Is she beautiful? I I don't know what Taylor Swift right is. Like. She's a little blonde girl, right? It's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Didn't she's Kanye a, snatch wait, her wait. her Grammy away or something? Her fucking yeah. MTV award yeah. when she was like 16. She's all grown stuff. Who knows? Finish. But yeah, that was where that all came. But the thing is, yeah. she came onto the scene and she was kind of like, uh, cool, I get to release big records now, cool. And then, oh, thanks everyone. And now she's like, I'm going to fuck every single, like, you know, person out there and then I'm going to write a song about them. Yeah, she's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Is, she slant is she burning through the cock or what? Yeah, dude, John Mayer fucking. <laughs> she fucked John Hall. Mayer. Jake Gyllenhaal too? Fucking. Oh man, uh, she's fucking all the cute guys. Alexander Skarsgård maybe. Oh know. shit, the guy from True Blood? I don't know. Probably. She gets all the walking. hot. Oh, she gets all the hot she dudes and the funny walking. dudes. Uh, Cheech uh, Marin? But, uh, yeah. She's... Did she get Cheech Marin? Hey, I mean, I don't know. Abraham Lincoln. No Kenny shit. Smith. Oh, she, <laughs> she, wait, 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 she, wait, wait, wait. Abraham Smith. Lincoln. No shit, man. Trill talk. Kevin Smith. True and real right now. Really? Yeah. What? What does she see in Kevin Smith? I mean, he wears hockey jerseys. Yeah. I mean, granted, he can't Canadian. fit into anything She's else. Canadian. That's true. But yeah, and then I stumbled like at the very end of the year, there was one group that I found that a good friend of mine linked to me. Who had just released a mixtape, mix and they were called, and they're called Pro Era, and they're this, I think they kind of an underground Brooklyn hip hop group, and even more like interestingly, the one of the people performing on the mixtape called I, th I think his name was Captain Steez, who killed himself three days after the mixtape was released. And yeah, that was just at the end of last year. Um, if you can pick uh, pick up the, uh, I can't remember what Nick's name is, but search up Pro Era Like Water, and it is a fantastic track, and it will just, it will, it's pretty fucking good. Wow. Zach, yep. Zach, <laughs> you say you say you like these artists, <laughs> but to me, I think you like Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Justin Bieber better than all of the music. Epic fail. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, probably <laughs> uh, probably has purchased the <laughs> 2013 One Direction calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll know uh, all your dates with uh, <laughs> the One Direction boys. <laughs> Justin Bieber or uh, real Jesus. life, which is worse? <laughs> <laughs> like our Facebook page, if you <laughs> don't like Justin Bieber. Facebook.com slash Okay. Martin, is that your cat? No, it's not. No, it was, it was a child outside my... Apartment window, making making noise. Well, you know what? The sweet babies ah. must make noise now and then. It, Gotta have fun if you're a kid. Exactly. They play with the poopoo. They play with the poopoo. They eat the poopoo. <laughs> they put it in their mouth now and they eat it's the poopoo. Poo -poo. And they and lick the anus. <laughs> they lick the anus. And they, and, they, and they engage in something called felching. <laughs> 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 They eat it like the ice cream! You can see they play with it, 
my music for 2012. I've got a my my biggest discovery of 2012. It's an artist I've been a an admirer of for a long time, and uh, uh, but his new project, Vatican Shadow, uh, is my find of the year. Every one of these albums that have come out have been absolute gold. Uh, he's just come out with a triple LP uh, called It Stands to Conceal. Vatican Shadow, that is. And, um, and what's that limited to, like 25 copies? No, 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 there's a thousand... The tapes were, yeah, for sure, but... You know, you need to be on the ball for that. Uh, the, vinyl, the vinyl is a triple vinyl. It came out in just under a thousand copies. You can still get copies right now from boomcat.com. That's B-O-O-M-K-A-T.com. My album of the year is It Stands to Conceal, which is in fact three albums in one, which is uh, Ghosts of Chechnya, Jordanian Descent, and Atta's Apartment Slated for Demolition. You're noticing a military and Middle Eastern theme with all these. Yeah. Um, this music is techno. Whoa, what? this shit sounds like tough-ass, like, thrash metal to me. Yeah, exactly, right? Vatican Shadow. God, yeah, my album of the year. It stands to conceal, and other albums like uh, Ornamented Walls, and yeah, just find whatever you can, check it out, listen to some samples, go buy the record. It's amazing. Uh, Boris came out with a new album at the very, uh. very, very start of 2012, and that album is called New Album. <laughs> <laughs> In all caps. You love Boris. New Album. Now, Boris, I've listened to since... Well, not since they've been around, but I've been listening to them since their first album. Um, Amplifier Worship, their second album, being a favorite of mine. But uh, New Album, the new album by Boris. They've had... Actually, they've had one or two since then. They're very uh, prolific. The thing with Boris is they're very hit and miss. Sometimes they'll, they're, they always try a different thing with a new album. That's what I like about them. But sometimes they won't quite hit the nail on the head. Sometimes they'll... This one, they knocked it out of the fucking park. They've got their metal, metal sort of sludgy style, but they've made it into a J-pop record as well. And you think, what the fuck? Well, how is that even a thing? Just listen to the album. It is... The, the, the first track sounds like it, it, it sounds like the best opening to the most incredible anime you've never heard of. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. And the album just hits it out of the park from track to track all the way through. Boris, new album. Check it out. There's a there's a Japanese press with a different track listing. There's a there's a American press with a different track listing. The CDA press. Uh, the thing was Boris. They have different track listings from release to release, from format to format. I've got the American vinyl version. Check it out. Cute. Boris, good stuff. Yes, man. All yes, right. yes. Uh, and what else? Got the Ricardoville Lobos album, uh, Dependent and Happy. Really amazing uh, house album uh, from my favorite producer from Spain. Good, does that minimal styles, but he has the his. It's very emotive, very atmospheric. Love it, Ricardo Villalobos. Um, the uh, Orteca album Oversteps and Move of Ten EP. They came out uh, probably late 2010, but I found them maybe a year ago, and yeah, I'm still listening to that all the time. Amazing masterwork from Orteca there. Uh, and Elvis. The Elvis Sun Sessions uh, got re-released on a 7-inch uh, box set. Oh. Total reproduction of all the early Sun Records uh, singles. And they're all in yellow vinyl, and that's a really cool box set. And that is that could be along with, like, I, think, I guess, like, 
um, Ike Turner and stuff like that. That's the birth of rock and roll right there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's great, man. Yeah, Sun Singles Collection. You can get it in many other things, like basically the er earliest Elvis recordings. Essential. And uh, yeah, that's 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 got to be where I where I stop because I could keep keep going forever with that for music, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I've got one more, and I've got to I've got to prefix this with a shout out to uh, M Mac, who who uh, from the uh, M Mac from the Antiheroes, who is actually a producer for uh, Lil B. He tweeted me just recently. No um, shit. Yeah, yeah, saying that, uh, and I quote, I can't stop listening to Diamond in the Sky. Haven't decided if it's good or great yet. What? Whoa. <laughs> so who knows, man? Uh, one day we could, he's a producer for Lil B. One day we could be hearing that Sonic R with uh, <laughs> Lil B flowing based over it. Thank you, Bass God. Dude, I hope, I hope we yes. get that one day. Which leads me to my 2012 recommendation, Lil B. Will be the base card. Yeah. And the base card. This was Force. this was this was a big year for Lil B. It was, man. He did it big. Prolific as ever. Much he only respect does. to Lil B. You know who fell off? Who fell off? Krayshawn. She fell off after that first song. I know. I had a lot of I had a lot of you know love you in my heart for Bitch Mob. Dude. I, what? There were naked pictures of I know, dude! I fucking oh. saw him! I was, I was a big Krayshawn supporter, and, you know, I got into her through Lil B, and... I don't know, she fell off. Didn't didn't live up to the hype. Oh, no, that's a shame. Oh, well, we still rep the bitch mob. Still rep the bitch mob, yeah. Task Force, please collect this podcast. Straight up. Things you've discovered. What What's a thing you've discovered this year, guys? Just in whip general? them out. Just a thing. What have you discovered in 2012 that made you wake up to some shit? Like, be it pop culture or not. Let's hear them. Um, hmm. Smoking still looks cool. Yeah. Thank you, Zach. It does, it does it look does. cool. That, dude, like, in all honesty, I don't want to condone smoking because it's, like, really it, bad. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's bad for you. We're it, not going to condone it's like, it. It's, like, fucking it's, horrible. It's, it's terrible. I'm just saying... Like, it, I'm not contoning it, I'm not saying it's great, I'm not saying it's good for you, it just looks cool. It does. Yeah. Hey, I've I've always had a thing for Mila Jovovich, yeah. and she fucking smokes, man, and it, I think it's sexy. Yeah. When I see her on the side of the set, having a break, smoking a cigarette in the dress as Alice from Resident Evil films, I look at that in the behind the scenes, and I just go, ooh, that raspy smoker voice. Yeah. <laughs> she I smokes, kiss. she pokes. Yeah, she it's paid, hey, Lois Griffin was right. But, yeah. Uh, that, that's a great. You're I mean, right. I, I even watched like the the. I hate the, to admit it. You're right. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, like that was on a uh, Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. And and everybody's smoking. You're like, man, they look like they're having such a good time. Yeah. They look like they're having the funnest yeah. time ever. I want to have one of those. <laughs> Horrible thing to do. One of those times. Well, I I'd also like to throw in things I've discovered this year. Uh, we didn't really have a category for movies, so I just threw some in. I I didn't know much. Oh, well, I didn't know anything about The Hobbit. Never read it. I knew it came before Lord of the Rings only because I'd seen the Lord of the Rings movies and people had told me about this book called The Hobbit. But I loved The Hobbit. Uh, Prometheus was my favorite movie of the year. I can't talk about that enough, but I don't need to go into that. And then uh, I just saw it 
last night, so technically 2013, but it did come out and was released in Japan in 2012. But I saw... Don't ask me how, because I ain't saying. But I saw Neon Genesis Evangelion 3.0. You. <gasps> you cannot redo subtitle Q. You're mad at me? You, I, you know I want to see that movie. I know. I got it last night. Let's watch it tonight. Oh, oh, okay. I yes. have it somehow. Let's, let's just say that. Savisu, uh, savisu. Yeah, it's fucking like I can't. Yeah, you know, I want to spoil anything for all the patient little boys and girls out there who are the big time Eva fans. But like, what? It's fucking. It, it's out there, man. It does some things. Those are oh, things I that I exactly. discovered. It go and show some and do some things. <laughs> Seen her naked. I'm a Let me. face. Oh, jeez. Some Maybe she asked him for that, though, you know? Let's go fuck my bitch. <sighs> and I made gaming cult. God, that's, I love Martin, that's how feet. it happened, right? How what happened, exactly? That's how it happened. That's that's the genesis of gaming cult. People ask, let's go fuck my bitch, then we made gaming cult. Yeah. Thank you, Basecop. It's written in the Eddas and Sagas. It was, it was something that Odin foresaw from Mimir as well, that... That uh, yeah, base god would fuck the bitch, and then thus became the gaming cult. Yeah, man. Yeah, my boy. All my bitches game, they love to suck dick. Straight up. My boy. Brian. I love, I love, I love the theme song. I I, I, that's what I look forward to every week. I when, know. I, when I'm not on it, I'll listen to the episodes that I'm not on. Uh huh. And uh, I love the fucking song and the my boy. <laughs> like that, that's the best part. I love it. You, yeah, you're just starting. Yeah. Zelda Great. CDI. Yeah, you're, man. Fucking, I, you're good at what you do. I gotta give oh, a boy. shout out. We, we've been getting a lot of fan art from uh, episode 22. Uh, Grandpa Ermanado. People have been sending in their Grandpa Ermanados. <laughs> no, I haven't seen oh them yet. God, that's great. right, man. That's right. I gotta give a shout out to Amy. She's been doing that Grandpa Ermanado up in, a, in Fallout 3. Thank, big thank you to Amy Moore. Uh, we've got. Uh, who else we got? We got. Um, we got we got Stu who sent in some Grand Pat Erminado, uh Judgment Day artwork, and he, he's been doing it in the year of darkness 2012. The rulers of this planet, check it out. Facebook gaming cult page <laughs> from Stevie B, our good friend Stevie B from the UK. Yeah, hold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it he, down. He he's been on the uh, the Facey B page we got. He, not only has he been on that Facey B. He's been doing that Grandpa Ermanado up in that grinder. Oh, hell yeah. He's got a Grandpa Ermanado profile on Grinder. That's right. <laughs> hey, he doesn't care if you're a young professional. He just cares if you're hot, guys. <laughs> Here's the bio. Likes. Terminator 2. Dislikes. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love him so much. I'm so glad he came to PAX and, and hung out with us and met us after a panel. Like... Shout out, Steve! You're fucking badass. Yeah, man. We hung it. We we hung out in uh, London, and I took I dragged him over to Eminem World, uh, which we'll I'll talk about in uh, in, in detail in another game called Podcast. Oh yeah, you you gotta go story. in. You gotta go into that. Were were you guys did were did you guys connect like right from the start? Did it feel like you guys were old friends because you talked online, or was it awkward like meeting someone for the first time like that's kind of a stranger? 
No, we were good, man. We went straight to Eminem World. Oh, that's fucking dope. I yeah. feel like that connection, like when I meet someone who I've already like talked to on Facebook a bunch, I it always feels like I've met them before. There is something to be said about uh, getting to know people online. You like, you definitely can. Getting to know you, getting, getting to, know to know all about you. you. My fair lady. <laughs> Episode twenty three. Is that for my fair lady? Whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Grandpa Ermanado, we've been getting that. Um, Artwork. We've been getting that. Um, yeah, we've been get. We've been getting that fan art. Big shouts out to uh, Patrick, who uh, sent us a, a very nice uh, picture of Zach getting sucked into the wormhole from episode twenty-two. That, that, that is cool. fucking that is dope. awesome. That that's really awesome. Yeah, that one, and then I think uh, uh, you know what? I'll let you get to the other ones that you've received. Oh, man, but yeah, shouts out to Patrick for that. Zach, did, how did you find your way back out? Okay. Um, much better than you did. Well, you know, I, I've taken the Pepto-Bismol, we should be okay. All good? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright now. He's alright. Sure? Eric's alright too. We aight. We aight. Eric's not back yet, is he? From Stu, I've got to get to this one. From Stu, we have, might be my favourite bit of fan art yet. Holy shit. Um, the crap... The Gaming Cult Podcast 666 wallpaper. That is fucking dope. Mm. Uh, yeah. You, you showed me that, and I instantly wanted an offensive t-shirt with that on that to wear around town. Like, that looks so fucking awesome. It's awesome. Who, who knows what could happen? Dude, that... Pla yeah. And every what? controller is there. Like, every controller is there. It's great. It's hey, so great. It is Straight cool. up. Thank you, that Stu. That is my phone background right now. Yeah. Like, it, it was a really cute picture of my cat for a while, but then when I saw that picture, I thought it was, like, that, I feel like that's the uh, perfect embodiment of, like, everything I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's my wallpaper, too. Thank you, Stu. Stu, Stu also did that um, uh, uh, biochemistry crisis uh, fan art a while back as oh. well, man. That, cool. I, I gotta thank Stu again, because that is, I mean, that is officially my, like, Facebook fan page. Yeah, man, you uh, never changed it before that, either. No, I had, I had never changed it, and it, I don't think it will ever change from that. Biochemistry crisis. Yeah, man. That, and, and to be correct, that was the name of Resident Evil in China, right? Uh, yes. Cool. Shenghua Weiji. Hey, sent that in. Yeah, I, I had saved it in my camera roll from yeah. before. Shouts out, K, South Korea. And you, you would have noticed, uh, from, uh... From our clip show, we had some art by our, our good friend Jason Cryer. Good old Jay, he did that uh, Gaming Cult Podcast 2012 banner for us. Thank you, Jay. Sick business. Sickness. Profound artworks. But, uh, yeah. Again, double shouts out for fucking Grinder Grandpa Ermanado. Dude, double shout. I can't. Uh, Brian was scrolling through all of them on his phone, just through the. the the folder of fan and I couldn't stop laughing at them. Is he wearing a tea cozy on his head? I don't fucking know. Grandpa Ermanado, shout out. Dislikes girls. Dislikes girls. <laughs> Likes Terminator 2. <laughs> Who? I... <laughs> I want to just be in the same room with dudes on Grinder who just come upon that profile and don't, like, are just, like, baffled. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <sighs> oh, They're probably scared. They're like, this guy's gonna stab me and steal my wallet. 
Uh, if you want to send us anything, please post it on our Facebook wall, facebook.com slash gamingcultpodcast. Uh, tweet it to us, uh, at gamingcultcast. Uh, any of the boys, everyone's got a Twitter. Um, or we gamingcultpod... Yeah, we'll retweet that shit. It'll go around. We'll give you props. We love we 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 love fan art from you guys. You guys, we love you guys. You've been sending us fan mail, fan art. We love it. We appreciate every single bit of it. Every single little message. We love it. I'm I'm blown away because like I didn't know how well this was doing. You know, I, I just have fun doing it, and I don't really look into it. Like I I, I was blown away like talking to uh, to. Uh, Jake and everyone about like how many people actually listen to this. Yeah, thing. I, I still don't and how international. Have a very good grasp of how big we are. I still feel like you know it's just you know four or five guys just really having a a Skype call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, how you been, Jake? Oh, it's cool. Like I really. But I think that's why people like like this podcast. Yeah. I think that's why people like listening to it. Well, I'm ex- I'm I'm really excited that people are liking what we're doing and that they keep coming yeah. back for. Uh, for more of this ridiculousness where we straight up talk about doing female versions of our male friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and cave shooters. Exactly. There it is. Damn we cover right. it all here, don't we, Martin? We do. We do. Yeah. I, 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 I gotta say a final thank you for all the fantastic messages we we got for our first anniversary as well. Uh, when we put up the clip show. Much love. The love all goes back to you guys in the words of... Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. I'm going to coin that anyway. Why not? Brian, did you just say what your thing discovered was? Was uh, that? I I I don't I I don't really have anything. Re- that your I, realization? Uh, not nothing like notable. I guess the biggest thing that like I realized was um because I go to a lot of like swap meets. This this year I really uh, found out that I love Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, man. You're not supposed to tell people about this. Yeah, man, it's sexy. I don't I don't know what it is about it, but whenever I go to flea markets and swap meets, I am on the oh, goddamn God. hunt. Hunt for Because anything. you know why? Because it's it's like a rare, like Yeah. Like evil kind of thing. I, I mean it's it's an interesting object yeah. whatever it could be there's a genuine interest in it well like it, to me it's just it means so much like that that kind of like that that's the last thing i think in history that's ever going to be like this terrible evil on like a worldwide like yeah. this global scheme but then just like how how that image is received and everything the fact that i'm totally the uh the victim of of that image i'm semitic <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you know, by by definition, it's against me. So it's really awkward. I mean, I'm sure I love it because it's contrarian. That's, I mean, if I have to yeah. boil it down to something, I am a contrarian person. I love to put things in people's face. It's interesting though because at, when when you go back in time further, it's like okay, like if you had like some collectible shit in like a curio cabinet of like uh, Alexander the Great or something like that. Uh. That would be like, oh, he's you know he's a historian. He's he's interested in Alexander yeah. the Great. Okay, but if you had like uh, a helmet with like SSs on it and like a little knife and like a dagger or something set up on a shelf, yeah, people would think like you're fu- you're a Brian Nazi. collects fucking Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, and it's like not, that's like not cool. But if you go back farther in history, yeah. that type of you know, yeah, uh, but, weird. Yeah, no, but uh, that that is like. When I go to a flea market, I go to a swap meet, anything that has a swastika on it, 
anything that like not like necessarily like photos of Hitler or stuff like that like real things like I've I have two items that uh, that kind of started this for me the first one was a belt buckle of like an old old like biosphere diver I think that's what it's called right yeah, the big bell helmets the big, with like, the cage in the front. Exactly yep. with the like the the latch. I was I was at this uh, this place called Kobe Swap Meet. Shouts out to Kobe Swap Meet in yeah. San Diego. We we filmed there. Oh, we filmed Assassin's Creed, times. a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, Fallout recently. Um, well, I was looking for America belt buckles, ironically, and uh, I stumbled across this pretty sick looking biosphere helmet uh, uh, um, belt buckle. And I was like, oh, look at that. And you open the hatch, and <laughs> what you see is a skull with an eye patch on it where a head should be. However, what you did not notice was on the inside door panel are two swastikas yeah. inside of each other. <laughs> and I don't know what that represents or who owned that belt, but like, there's a fucking history here that I don't get. And I love the fact that there is a belt buckle that is a biosphere with two swastikas on the inside. Yeah, of the it's hat. almost like the guy who made it or whatever, like wanted it. Like, hey, I have to, I have to include this, but I have to hide it. Yeah, because it's in the most inconspicuous, like the inside of the lid you yeah. open. And then, and then another time. Yeah, no, it, it was like I was like, <laughs> I have to buy that. He, he I, did buy it. It was like ten or fifteen dollars, and it was way more than any other belt buckle I bought that day. A dollar, five bucks, the other ones, but like, I had to buy it. I'm like, if I don't buy this, this will be a day that I think of for the rest of my life, where I found a sick ass belt buckle and I did <laughs> not buy it. It's it's all about an, an interest in morbid curios, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, hey, I've had. It's when it starts to be go go beyond that, where things go like. Oh, holy shit! But <laughs> there's—I mean, not just with with that kind of stuff, but God, every all kinds of stuff. Like if you go to Cambodia, you can pick up all kinds of morbid curios as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, it's cool. To that effect, and speaking of belt buckles, which is similar, I've had the same Charles Manson belt buckle. It's just his mugshot in a circle, <laughs> and I've had this for as long as I've known you. God, probably twelve years now, and it is like. Probably one of my most cherished items. I've repaired it like three times. It's still going. I've epoxied over it so it won't scratch. Oh, cool. I don't know why. I and it, a couple times it's gotten me shit because people very curious and then I have to explain. You know, I, it it's is. like it's not easy to go into it. But just the fact that I've had this for so long and it's so weird. I just thought it was so odd. Wait, wait. How do you reason with them? What do you say? I, I, oh no, I'm a contrarian. I'm just doing this to piss you off. No, I, I kind of always defend old Charlie. I'm like, Charlie didn't kill anyone. I mean, he yeah, just told he people to. <laughs> they, Squeaky was all about listening. I, you know, he didn't know that. Jeez. Good stuff. Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about uh, your wife. Sorry. Mr. Uh, what was the director's name? Roman Polanski. Oh, yeah. Oops. Whoops. Sorry I'm about just, the Beatles and you know the Beach I, Boys. And... Yeah, I just tell everyone I'm a real big uh, Helter Skelter. That's my favorite Beatles song. Yeah, exactly. She's coming down fast. Oh, she's miles above you. <laughs> have you guys heard the album that he recorded in the late 60s? Yeah, I have. Oh, I it's have uh, it's yeah. interesting music. I think it's good. Yeah, he, he like... <laughs> 
I mean, there's a lot behind that whole thing with him and um, the the Beach Boys. Specifically, who who was the main singer in the Beach Boys? I can never. Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, those rumors are like true. There's like documentaries and stuff about it. Wow. Mm. On I'm a bit curious. Some, no, I've yeah. seen. I'm out of my interest in serial killer phase. That was definitely like a high school thing for me. Yep. But uh, I remember there was a lot of cool documentaries that I found out there. Like, actually, I was probably into that a little after high school too. Yeah. I'm still kind of interested in it. Who are we kidding? Yep. <laughs> I'm never Just... growing up, guys. <laughs> Peter Pan, now and forever. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Martin, what did you discover mm. this year? Uh, past. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man, I've been watching the King of the Hill show, man. It's pretty good, man. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. I'll tell you. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. But, yes. <laughs> I, I, no joke. When this podcast comes out, I am snipping that, and whenever I get text messages on my iPhone, it is going to be Martin saying, dang it, Bobby. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's, that's good. Oh, and oh, 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 everyone out there, you've been downloading uh, the first Martin game, the first Martin ringtone that we put up for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough, fair enough. But yeah. yeah, Joey beat me to that one. I found Joey Palazzo, who's been making YouTube vids for us. Not before us, but just out of the blue and surprising us with them. Yeah, that uh, was he, cool, man. I, I'd, I'd already made a, uh, a fair enough, fair enough ringtone, had it ready to go, and and Joey Flazzy puts this video up, and he's already made one himself, and I thought, oh, fantastic. That's but what's yeah. so great about our fans, man. They're yeah. so creative and, like, willing to go, you know, like, make stuff with our, you know, podcast. Humor, it's yeah, fucking yeah. rad. It's fucking awesome. But yeah, I put one up and you guys can download it from the Facebook page. I'll keep refreshing that link so you can see it every <laughs> once in a while. Is that uh, fair yeah. enough, Martin? That's fair yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's fair enough, yeah. But yeah, I've been watching uh, King of the Hill, uh, but I was told that the um, series went downhill from like start of season eight, so I'm probably not going to watch that. I don't know. I've never watched like full seasons. That's a show yeah. that whenever it was on, I would just sit down and watch it. It's... Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, it's one-off episodes yeah. I yeah. catch, but but I, I've never seen a bad episode. I I always like, you know, whenever somebody says, like, you know what Martin described, like people say, oh, it kind of falls off after this season. Yeah. Like mm. I I always I always tend to watch after that season too, just because like I feel like that right there automatically puts it maybe in your head, like, oh, I heard that this was bad, so. Maybe that's, that's what I'm gonna try to expect, and then you're expecting it to be, you know. But, yeah, but that's that's why I don't want to watch it either, like the remaining seasons, because yeah. then I have the idea of well, it's gonna be bad, so. Yeah, yeah I don't sucks. know. I just like when I went back and watched every single episode of The Simpsons, um, all like 400 and whatever it was at the at the time back in wow. 2000. 2000. It took me a year. So 2009 to 2010, maybe, or 2000, yeah, I think that's what it was. It took me one year to catch up to, like, whatever season it was current, 21 or 22. Wow, 22 seasons? Yeah, mm. it, and, mm. and, and, like, and, like, I remember watching, like, so much of it, and then I remember, like, I remember exactly when I stopped watching it, and it was weird to go back and, and watch something that I had, like, disassociated myself from. And seeing, like, 
a subconscious or a, it, like thing in my mind as a kid, knowing it was bad. Like watching it as an adult and seeing those episodes, I was like, "Oh man, this sucks. This really like really poor really writing. is poor. How did how did me as a kid with no idea of this, you know, who liked fucking the dumbest TV shows ever?" How did he know to stop watching The Bad Simpsons yeah. and then pick up when it kind of got better again? Which is, right now, they're pretty good again. Dude, shouts out to Harry Shear, the one of the hardest working voice actors. Jeez, yeah. He, uh, Harry Shear? Harry Shear. Harry he, he does, like, fucking Everyone 30 does. voices on that fucking show. Everyone does. And they're in 20-something <laughs> seasons. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is nuts. So... I say I say watch it all, Martin. But that's just me. Judge judge okay. for yourself. Yeah. Walking off in my tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I love. Boy, that. I tell you, they're like a couple little old spider monkeys in there. H- Hank Hill was so based off of the neighbor from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The voice, at least, you know. But it, it, <laughs> I remember that show came out, and I was not really into it. But then. As I got older, I really yeah. connected with like, oh, it, I don't have to enjoy like Texas and the South to get this show. It's no, just look, I'm from I'm, I'm from fucking Sweden and I still enjoy uh, yeah. the show and can get some <laughs> yeah. of the references. So, I I totally get that. It's hey, a lot of that show is just really accurate though. It's surprisingly uh, yeah. accurate to yeah, to places either. in the Midwest. Mike Mike judges a genius. Uh, King of the Hill is is good, but most of the time for me, it's a little bit too dry. Um, but no, it's definitely a good show. Season three of Beavis, uh, the latest season of Beavis and Butthead absolutely killed it, though. You know, uh, Tom Petty does a voice in King of the Hill. Garrett, it's okay. It's okay to feel touched. <laughs> I do. Yep. I also remember that uh, King of the Hill had a Swedish translation of the title. Oh, oh gosh. What was that? At the Hills Residence. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the Hills Residence. Yeah, they, they got that wrong. <laughs> it's not as bad as some of the other ones. We no, can say that. Not even close. Ladelappen, uh, okay. ladelappen, ladelappen, ladelappen. <laughs> the way you say. Brief, sorry, Garrett. I've got to, i got to, i got to take a brief uh, diversion. Uh, on your poorly played stream just recently, you were talking with. Uh, uh, one of your uh, fans about uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, and Martin and I were talking about. And Martin brought something up. Martin, please. Uh, obviously, we know this was originally a Swedish movie. Yes. But yeah. Well, uh, while we were watching your uh, streaming, Garrett, we uh, there was a caller and you started talking about that movie, and yeah. me and Jake got into talking about the movie, and some facts came up that I'm going to. Uh, talk about right now and <laughs> the <laughs> the um the uh, swedish title of the movie was men som hatar kvinnor which translates to men who hate women <laughs> what yeah yep. yes and why would men who hate women i don't know um oh my the original God. book was titled that um i don't know where you guys went wrong with the translation but yeah. Anyway, why didn't you guys call it "Men Who Hate Women"? Yeah, the exactly. Book was called <laughs> "Men Who Hate Women" as well. Yes. Oh wow! So yeah. that is we weird. fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked we up big fucked. time. Yeah, men who imagine men who all the Swedish done, people laughing at us. Men who hate women would have done swell in the box office in the yeah. Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine. 
spent, we spent so much time laughing at other cultures' translations that the joke's on us. The girl with the dragon is. tattoo. Now and try that with men who hate women. Laugh in unison. It's great. The the girl with the dragon tattoo. That name alone, I, I was kind of turned off by. Yeah. I don't like the name. What's the second book called? Coming this <laughs> summer. Men who hate women. Rated PG thirteen. The second one wasn't it the girl who played with fire or something? Yeah. And then the, the there is it a third. The, uh, it's the same title in Swedish, actually. Ah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Men, women wouldn't fly. Men who ate women, and then girl who played with fire. <laughs> yes. Um, Makes sense. Monday all of the week. Yeah. But you uh, got into like a detailed discussion about the movie, about the rape scene, right? Was it was it that detailed? I hope so. Well, oh. uh, a bit. <laughs> At least you got talking about the rape scene. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the, well, but I specified that it wasn't a. I. I the caller kept referring to it as a rape scene as well, and I, I had to remind him that it was more than just a rape scene. Yeah. It did was you a... feel... Did you feel... I don't know, a bit not so very comfortable watching that? I felt extremely uncomfortable watching that. Like, like I didn't see it in the theater. I rented it, and I watched mm -hmm. it at home. And I watched it at home by myself. And I still was, like, curling back up on the couch, like, uh, just... The Swedish version, right? No, no, I watched the American. I never have seen the Swedish version. Oh, okay. The original. No, you have, you have not. Um, I've heard that it is far worse. Yes, exactly. The uh, reason I asked you if you felt comfortable watching that scene was because the Swedish version is even more horrifying than the English one. Yes, I, I was. I, I was watching. Yeah, I watched the movie in theaters with my at the, girlfriend at the time, and oh, oh. holy fucking shit, we were so fucking uncomfortable watching that. I and I think everyone in the entire theater was. The yeah, oh, I mean what? the a, the atmosphere that was going on at the time was I'm. It's undescribable, really. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, but that sort of tone in a movie is something that is i think evokes a very strong emotion and i tend to enjoy that feeling and and i tend to gravitate towards directors like uh david lynch and people yeah. and people who show that hyper disturbing imagery that just is like so fucking uncomfortable to look at that it's and the first movie to ever do that to me was a clockwork orange uh, I was like disgusted by it when I first saw it, and then yeah. grew to love it as I got a little older and I think understood it. I and, think we uh, all did. Yeah. yeah, Clockwork Orange was more fantastical to me, but seeing stuff like Salo just left me really shocked and feeling quite ill for a, a good day. What's it called? Would you say? Salo. It's it's a mo it's an Italian movie based on the Marquis de Sade, 52, uh, 53 oh, Days of Sodom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I, that. I, I, I seem to collect, uh, like, really over-the-top horror stuff that, that, that goes super gory, usually. Like, uh, I, I, if, if it's out there, I've seen it, and, and I've always wanted to get around to checking out the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And I... I believe they've been sitting in my Netflix queue for like half a year, but yeah. I haven't gotten to it. Mm -hmm. hey, well, you get ready for uncomfortable. I, I, have I seen yeah. one? Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, can, I have Cannibal Holocaust. 
I have uh, I have a movie. Well, fucking Mauricio showed me Serbian film, and Jesus, I was yeah. about to ask, about to ask about that. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I didn't see that. That was that was. Oh my God. For someone who's interested in gaming cult podcast, in how far it can go, <laughs> it was interesting to see. But that's something that, like, okay, I I could tell it was almost just going there just to go there. It's just the director yeah. stroking his own dick. Yeah, but it was it was God. The main guy acted so well. In it, it, it still seemed kind of legitimate, but it was shock just to be shocked. Uh, it's, that, just the, it's just the same as Lars von Trier films, man. They're just a fucking wankfest. Yeah, but you know director. what? I really, really, really liked Antichrist. I never saw that one. The one with Willem Dafoe. Yeah, with yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. That was the last, like, that was before, before, uh, Mauricio showed me Serbian film and what we were just talking about, Girl with Dragon Tattoo. I had bought, I saw that in a little art house theater with my girlfriend at the time and my friend Heather, and they were traumatized afterwards. I had to like talk them down because that movie was so fucking disturbing. What does the fox say to Willem Dafoe when he looks at him? Like, it doesn't. And, uh, uh, Chaos. Is it Chaos Reigns or? Certainly. I don't. Yeah. That's the name of that game. No, that's Anarchy Reigns. I think he says Chaos Reigns yeah. or something like that. Dude. Uh, there is some fucked imagery yeah. in that movie, and there's some hyper-realistic gore effects yeah. that are practical makeup effects. <laughs> and 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 just the tone and setting of this film is so fucking disturbing, and it sets, it just sets your fucking imagination on fire with what nature really is, and like it is fucking horrific. Like oh, I don't want to, I don't want to go outside after seeing that movie. Like, I want to stay in my house. I'm scared of the woods. I remember oh. my friend, how he made us watch that. We were all in a night out, and then he was like, oh yeah, everyone come back to mine, and we'll chill out. And we come back, and he just decides to throw an Antichrist, and we we're all like, all right, sure, why not? And, you know, first five seconds has, like, you know, that slow black and white montage. Yes. Like, you know, the dick going into the giant. Yeah. And, then, and then out of, like, Later into the film, everyone's just like everyone's laughing at that bit, and then by the end of the film, the, the room is kind of quiet. It's just kind of like this is the most awkward way to end a night out ever. Thanks. If you hold if you hold hands, it's less awkward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it is confronting. It is good. See, and I was interested in it because, and I I won't go deep into this, but I could talk about Italian horror films from the 80s and 70s like forever. But there's a film called Antichrist. It's about possession. It's an old Italian film. And uh, it's really, really good. And I thought that this was a remake of that. Then I kind of read up on who Lars von, or Lars von Trier was. This is honestly the first film of his I'd ever seen. And um, yeah, it really blew me away. Wow. Well, there you go. Wasn't that a, could that be a record? A gaming cult record for tangents, gentlemen? <laughs> I Dude, sounds like it. Yeah. Yep. Brian, are we in our last category? Or are we still going? Bring us back with bring us back with one, not one but two words. My boy. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Video games. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, did we do did we, we do, do the uh, the wild card? The wild yes. Let, all right. Quick fire. What's that? A bonus round? Uh -huh. Gaming Cult Wildcard Bonus Round list for 2012. Yeah. Um. For me, it's 
musical genres. And here's what I have to say. 1. Trap music is hip-hop with lots of 808 hi-hats. <laughs> and nothing more. That's it. Trapaholic. Number 2. Dubstep isn't dubstep. Number 3. All <laughs> electronic music is not classified as dubstep. <laughs> Number 4. Death metal listeners often enjoy wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. Fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> we fucking definitely do. Yeah, you do. And that is my wild card list for 2012. Jake Innes, you can thank me later. <laughs> I also discovered I also discovered Neon Genesis and DC and Batman Incorporated last year. Thank Oops, you, Zach. Yeah. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Garrett and Rocco and Derek for introducing me to that. Goddamn. Oh yeah. Let's talk up. about that another time. Mm. Wild card list. Wild card choice. Who gonna go? Who even know? Zach. Okay. Um. I have my top 10 useful lists. Shopping lists are useful. The class lists I use to find out what classes I am enrolled in at university are useful. I make tasks lists for the day. Task lists are also useful. I have a track list on my iPod when I do on-the-go playlists. These are also useful for when I am running and, the, and thus enables me to listen to a, only certain selection of music while I am on the go. That's Your useful. list. Your lists, because then I get to find out more about other topics. So thank you guys for your lists. Step-by-step -step instruction lists are also very useful, as it lists off how I can do things. For example, these are not numbered. However, if they were, it would be in numerical order, so you would listen to them in a certain order like you are now. <laughs> Number 10! Endangered species lists. I like this because it contributes to the show I would like to make in the future called Zack vs. Wild. I'm going, to I'm going to take on one of every endangered species and turn it into an article of clothing or furniture and then sell it like on the show similar to Bargain Hunt. <laughs> Ingredients lists. These are <laughs> These are convenient for when you are in the kitchen cooking. This allows you to use to exercise foresight in what you must purchase at either the shopping market or a farmer's market, depending on how much of a pretentious cunt you are. <laughs> Schindler's list. This helped a fair few lives. Santa's list. <laughs> because otherwise we all wouldn't get presents. The end. Alright, good list. Next list! Oh my good god. Job. Holy shit. Brian. Alright. Wild card. Oh, my wild card list comprised of one fucking thing. Number one. Instagram is no longer naturally embedded on fucking Twitter. Stop putting Instagram pictures as your <laughs> tweets. I don't want to click a link to look at your picture you're of the food you were just eating 10 minutes ago. You're only talking to women right now. You Fuck, do know that. I know. But it's got I filters. It. I always want to see girls' pictures on Twitter, but I don't want to click a second link on no. my phone. Stop using Instagram. Stop it. Twitter what? has the same fucking tinted bullshit vignette you want to put your fucking sepia-toned crappy-ass noodles in. Exactly. Ryan, 
you just said that food that they ate 10 minutes ago. Are you mm. saying that you prefer to see see the food like after they ate it? Oh, I love watching women women vomit. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, oh, that's fun. Are you a, are you a No, not like a metaphile? No. That's that's what a metaphile. No, no, not in that way. I just think it's hilarious when a girl's throwing up. <laughs> it is so fucking <laughs> funny, funny, funny to me. It is funny. It is funny. It's like cuz you never see like like you always see dudes like just like, "Oh, go fucked up, man." And they throw up all over the place. But you never see a girl get so fucked up she throws that like Girls put so much time into composure, makeup, hair, clothes, purse, shoes, accessories, all this shit. And when they get so fucked that they can't keep the shit that they just consumed inside of them, inside, it's fucking hilarious to me. Because <laughs> they don't want anyone to see that. But That's like, no one should see that. You such a pro. You will What's... love Australia. <laughs> there, is, there is one place where if you go there at night, you are guaranteed to see at least five girls throwing up and crying while they do it. Oh, and yes. all things nice. of the people surrounding them and their friends. It's 100% confirmed, Brian. Dude, 100%. That sounds awesome. Yeah, just awesome. like a certain gaming cult podcast might be for PAX Australia 2012, Melbourne Showgrounds. They right. just... They right. just opened up a whole new hall. So more Saturday tickets have gone on sale. You have a second and last chance. Go get your tickets. Pax Australia 2013. It's bigger. It's even better. They almost sold out and then they went bigger. Wow. Brian Abu Chakra 2013. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
<laughs> it's got. It's got. It. We gotta end it at some point. No. Is this how? Is this how we end it? No. Fuck it. We can give him a four-hour podcast. Shit. Who's gonna complain? <laughs> Two per podcast. Fuck it. Hey, four more bank. Well, what, what is your proudest place? There we go. Proudest place. Off the top of my head, I could guess right now. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. No, I can't believe I'm gonna fucking say this, but Dude. whatever. Okay. I was gonna say. Gaming Call exclusive. I was gonna say, right off the top of my head, driving at like 70 miles per hour on like a lonely. Flight. <laughs> but. but <laughs> I've got my bet because then I thought back previous to when was probably the first time I jacked off in a car. Well, one time. I went on a really long road trip with my grandparents. Oh! <laughs> we towed a fifth wheel. But I wasn't in the fifth wheel. I was in the back of the pickup truck while they were in the front of the pickup truck driving. And I. I rubbed one out in the fuck. I remember distinctly being like ashamed that I jacked off in the Holy back. Shit. While I pretended to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Fly, and I must have, I must have just messed my boxers or something. <laughs> wow. Worked up from the vibration of the fucking highway. Yeah, you got a road boner. Dude, well, you're fucking 13, and yeah. you get a road boner, and, and sorry, Mama and Pop Pop in the front seat. <laughs> Keep listening to Kixie 96.5. And I'm just playing, so just go with Kenny G, and don't turn around, because I'm asleep back here. And I had a blanket over me and everything. <laughs> I was all pillowed and blanketed up. It was all a quick little move. It's like a rabbit. Holy shit. That really happened, and I'm fucking proud to tell that story. Yeah, man. Hey, I know all about the overactive sex drive, for sure, especially in your teenage years. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But you get I, a bu- uh, Murphy has a bit about just getting a hard-on in class oh, yeah, for no fucking reason, I and do. it's so true. Every, I mean, everyone who's listening to this probably is every male yeah. either at that stage right now or uh, remembers that. Yeah, you miss it. I miss it. What do you think? Oh, I, li- uh, I used when I was a kid. I used to live in the middle of a national park. I see. That's where you masturbated. I would go for a walk outside. I'd take oh, yeah. a walk on the wild side. Hey, I, 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 yeah, I, I ran a risk. There's a lot of poisonous spiders and snakes out there. <laughs> Do you just stand? Do you just stand like the mud? I am a child of Pan. I am a man of the forest. Like an elf. You're like Lord of the Rings. That's awesome. And I did that. Out here they call him Strider. I did that stuff. (laughs) Up in the public. Up in the public, Jake. Superstar. What are you, Mayor? uh, Pardon? You masturbate a lot, but. Where's Look at where you started, Martin. It's the most displayed. <laughs> did, did you did you did you scrap him in Scorgan? Um, I had to think about this one actually. In the meantime, Zach, what about you? Um, man, I think that too. I've got a fair. Keep in mind, uh, your parents listen to this podcast, Zach. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, really? I don't. <laughs> Our podcast? I don't. Yeah, man. There we go. I do not. I am a celibate and I will never touch. <laughs> Dude, you never <laughs> even touched your own butt before? That's how you, you don't masturbate with your butt, Jake. What do you mean? You do Jake, you're doing it wrong. I thought you touch a butt. No, that I, I mean it's 
No. You don't touch a butt? Wait, is that... Just squeeze a little butt cheek. Like the next level? I don't even know. I'm just, you know the 2.0. The 2.0. No, you, you, look, you look in the mirror, and you look at your butt, and you say, hey, not bad. You just give it a pinch? Just pinch that butt. Alright. No, just give it a touch. Just right. touch your butt. Just butt. Guys, guys and girls at home, especially girls, just touch your butt. Do it. Touch your butt. Girls touch their butts all the time. Girls. Hey, gaming cult girls out there. All the gaming cult bad boys and rude girls out there. Gaming cult girls out there. Just touch your butt. Do it. Touch your butt. Touch your butt. Touch your butt. Girls. You get dressed and you look at your butt in the mirror. You do that thing where you put them on and you turn around and you look how your underwear looks. Make sure your butt's correct. Yeah. Hey, touch your butt right now. I'll sing a song. When the summer came, you were not around. Now the summer's gone, love cannot be found. Where are you when I needed you last winter? My love, touch your butt. That's beautiful. Touch your butt. Girls touch their own butt, but they touch yours as well. They what? do. Yeah. A whole lot. Yeah, touch our butts, girls. Touch Why butts. not? We like come it. on. Come to come to PAX Australia, 100% confirmed. Brian Abishakra touches butt. He, no, oh. he'll touch his butt while you watch. Yeah, there's a um. Give me a dollar. Oh, you have to pay. They do. You were on, on a tangent. You still have a question to answer, Martin. Okay. Um. <laughs> no, that was your list. You jack off. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but where? Where? What's? <laughs> Where was the place? You had the to proudest place. We're going to brave new territories for 2013. Proudest yeah. place. I think the proudest places I might add uh, have been in all the countries I've ever visited. Yeah, that's. I've done that's that too. Right. I've done I, that. I, so I make it a point to I've, do that. I've masturbated in Turkey. I've masturbated in Cyprus, I've masturbated in Spain, I've masturbated in Greece, I've masturbated in Norway, I've masturbated in Denmark, I've masturbated in England. Fuck it's a guy fuck thing. Wait, when, when you hear it all spread out like a, like a list like That's that? That's fucking sick. It is it's fucking impressive. sick. Dude, yeah. you're a conqueror. I haven't, I haven't jacked off in that many countries. I, I uh... How many countries have you jacked off in? I, I've jacked off in... The United States of America. I've jacked your, your off own country doesn't count. May God okay, bless okay, them. Okay. I've, I've, I'm trying to think. I, I can't. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure I jacked off in Canada and Mexico, and I think that's it. No, <laughs> I must have. I went on a Europe trip. I had to jack off that weekend at some point. <laughs> probably not London, but probably by Germany. I probably, I probably jacked off in Oslo or something. No, that's Norway. Fuck. That's Norway. Well. Wait, Where's the Hofra house? If, if we're talking about experiences of 2012... I do have a place. I, I jacked off in Sweden, Martin, so take that. <laughs> oh, no. I got up in Gamlestam and I did it. But, so there. Jake, weren't you traveling with your mom? Well, it wasn't in the same fucking room or building. <laughs> or dangerous. building? How did you... Small time. Did you tell her, like, hey, mom, I've got to go on a break? To and then I went for a swim, and I went out into the middle of the ocean. <laughs> no. In the salt water. Exactly. A boat ran me over, and I died. Oh, no. Zach's out of place. Um, one time, I was at my, um, girlfriend's house, and of course, when, when someone's not in the mood, 
And oh, yeah. one person is, oh, yeah. one person just started it in the middle of nowhere. And they go, no, wait, 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 stop it. And I go, no, make me. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know what, this stage, no one's gonna stop me. So then I realize her hands are out, she's trying to stop me. So I stand up and I start running around the entire house. <laughs> I'm in the car, coming back. Getting her to chase, and she's frantically running after me while I'm frantically running yet batting at the same time. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! So, I the greatest place was all over the house. Yes! That is so fucking funny. Wow. It's uh, beautiful. That is beautiful. Good list, Martin. Yeah, well, great, great. I think Martin knocked out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, Does anyone else got a wild card list? I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we can hold up to that, but I bought my uh, latest airsoft gun is a KWA MP7. It's the Unimarex one. It's got the new NS2 uh, gas blowback system. It is fucking awesome. It's got that hard kick. Uh... I modified the fuck out of it, and uh, it's the first time I've ran with a low uh, weight loadout, and I really, really like going all gas with just a sidearm and that little KWA MP7. I discovered that this year. That's my wild card. If you're an airsofter, maybe that made sense to you. You ever been firing a semi-automatic airsoft pellet thing and been having a good old maz at the same time? <laughs> um, because that's power. No, that is power. But there's always kids on the field, so it's inappropriate. You're not saying you do it up in the public. Oh, well, I, that's, you know, I got to be representing all of us in the public. Goddamn. Well, what, what, where, do we, where do we go with any of this? Were there any other wild cards, or did everyone go? Oh, Everyone's done their wild card. Those are all our lists. To sum it up, what's your favorite list been of this podcast of lists? My favorite list has been the lists of lists that Zach listed. Oh, man. I think it's unanimous. I don't know. I was going to go there, too. I, unless Martin disagrees. Well, I did shout out to the Martin's wildcard list. That One item, good. concise to the point, and it did build an excellent conversation, if I might say it, so myself. It did, but... Zach's came out of nowhere, and it was that good. Sorry. Wow. Gotta say, I, I, I I'm can... backing Martin up. I'm going with Martin. Right. You know what? I'm going to make the saving. I'm going with Martin. All right, two to two. Uh, Ties, boy. I like it. There it is. Of Zach and Martin. Martin, what are you voting for? You're the tiebreaker. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll get I'll get Eric's. Ooh. Yeah. We well, have to get Eric's vote as well. Which way is it gonna go? I don't know, man. I don't know. And, and we'll never know. So, hey, hey, I say we'll let, leave it at a tie. Just, let's just leave it at a tie. We'll leave it at a tie. We'll wait, never know. Wait. Hey, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. We'll let the fans decide and our listeners and our viewers. You know what? That's almost a valid statement now because Gaming Cult Podcast is on YouTube. Woo! Yes, so you can be a viewer. Yes. So check it. Check us out. Give us a sub. It is that weird channel called Bitchface Rex. I used to have a label called that. I've had that account forever. I'm sure you guys can relate with having weird uh, YouTube account names that you can never get rid of. Yeah, like uh, my old Hotmail account was like X underscore Strife X. 
So but, fucking uh, bad. There it is. Just YouTube search Gaming Cult Podcast and you'll find our official channel. And give us a sub. Hey, like the vids. Like show, you, show YouTube that you dig us. Let them know. Uh, very quickly, we'll go to some viewer mail. You guys ready? We'll do a yep. quick one. Yeah, yeah. This one's from our good friend Ethan Avila. Hey boys, I've got a new game to recommend. A somewhat enjoyably terrible game. It's not really a new game, but here we go. It's a bit of a, an obscure Sony title called Dog's Life for the PS2. Played it. Man. Oh man. I've played it. Oh really? Yeah, it's 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 yeah. good. You play uh, and Ethan continues. You play as a foxhound named Jake. Oh shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> his name's Jake. And he is he's a cunning foxhound. Uh, who must rescue his hot doggy love by undermining an evil cat food company. What? Accompanied by unforgettable characters such as Lopez, the Chihuahua, and Snooky the Puppy, you use many canine skills, including the ability to take a shit. <laughs> Alright, cool. Thank you for that email, uh, Ethan. There you go, Dog's Life on PS2. Check it out. I, I played that with my friend Sam back way back in the day, like in 2002 or something. It was, uh, you know, it's designed as a kids game, but you can do a lot. You can have a lot of fun with it in a weird way. It sounds, uh, yeah, it sounds obscure. An obscure, uh, I think it's a European developed title. Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, it was got really a bunch of here, advertising actually. over here. Oh, it was, it was, it was big in, um, it was big in Sweden, was it? In Sweden. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, commercials for it and whatnot. I, yeah, same. <laughs> at least, I think it was at least. I, at least I know it was like on the uh, top chart sales for uh, quite a while. Damn, son. It was on buses yeah. over here. There you go. We're not talking about Dog Island for the Wii, though. Please do not get the two mistaken. Don't get those two confused, yeah. Otherwise, there will be words. You and me will go at it. Oof, you don't want that. Uh, uh Well, I think we'll leave it there, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done, man. All the my brain is broken now. My brain is officially broken. That was episode 23 of the Gaming Cult podcast. Uh, like always, uh, we're really happy if you could write into us on uh, Facebook.com/slash/GamingCultPodcast and GamingCultPodcast at gmail.com email. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Garrett. Thank, thank you, Brian. Much. And thank you, Zach. That's okay, Martin. Thank, thank you, Martin. Martin. That's, oh, that's okay. That's, that's, thank that's you very okay. Much, that's okay. <laughs> really, really, really. I mean, no man, thank no man, you. no man. I'm, I'm completely fucking done here. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> fuck, fuck. No. You came in fucking me, and now you're leaving fucking out. How are you? <laughs> Is he gone? I, I quite Martin, liked him doing you? the outro. Martin? Yeah. Martin. Oh, Zach, you fucked up. He's gone. Gaming Cult Podcast. You know what? You know what, Zach? That was fucking uncalled for, man. I'm, you know what? Fuck this! Calm down. I, no, fuck that! What? I'm fucking done too! No, come on, no, fuck it! No, fuck it! Come on! Fuck! Um. Uh. Follow us on Twitter, I guess. Zach. Follow Zach. I don't know his handle. Follow me. I know mine. Follow Garrett. His is Garrett. Mine's Follow not... Jake and Martin. Mine's been told to be Zach Innes, but it's actually Zach Supreme. Catch you then.
Fair enough. Fair enough. 